0: Hey listener, what's up? Thanks for pressing play in this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. We discuss Batflex stepping down from directing the solo Batman movie and just what a general mess the DC Extended Universe continues to be. Then we finally get to our long-delayed review of the first Japanese Godzilla movie in 12 years titled Shin Godzilla. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, February 2nd, 2017.
1: Alright,
2: this is ruling fans out there Let's give it up We're talking, we're We're funny, disturbing We're talking, we're We're spoiler
1: alert We're talking, we're We're funny, disturbing We're talking, we're We're spoiler alert
0: What's up? Welcome. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd podcast. We made it past 150 episodes. This is 151 Listener, and my name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. And uh, welcome to the show, <laughs> Jock and Nerd. Anthony's a little bit under the weather, but he's going to power through it for this one. Anything. Anything for the family. Anything for the show. I admire, I love the commitment. Look, we got a big one. If you saw the title of the show, listener, uh, this is our. Godzilla Shin Godzilla review finally got to that and of course we need Godzilla experts so joining us is the felty uh, with the best uh, felt face ever I don't know what he has but his what? name is rug boy I went totally bombed sorry lame rugs good earth to you how's it going Jesus! What a what! A, what an announcement! <laughs> what an introduction! I feel so special. <laughs> okay, fuck off, Rugboy. boy. Also joining us is <laughs> <How's that going? laughs> there. You go. Now the show. How's it has, going? Now the, how's it going? That's, now the show has begun. Also joining us is another Godzilla fan, illustrator, artist, uh, expert. Our buddy, friend of the show, John Bellotti Jr. Bellotti, how's it going? uh and you're on the phone so we'll explain to the listener you've had everyone's every time we schedule the show something's happened uh and this has caused john to do this episode on his phone how you doing what's up dude (laughs) that is the phone john Bellotti. uh but whatever we gotta do we gotta get this show done like
2: four months late
3: yeah seriously the,
0: movie's, is,
2: the movie's out of theaters already it's
0: yeah ridiculous.
4: this this is definitely a show for us i will be surprised if more than 10 people click on this episode
0: well look if you're a first-time listener let's just explain uh the show is a, a weekly geek fest where we sit down every week and we discuss stuff that we love and what we love is comic book stuff in the movies on the television on the print page, uh, all that shit. So uh, this show, we're going to do a little bit of geek news at the top, and then we're going to get into a very niche topic, which is uh, Shin Godzilla that came out, like you said, that came out earlier this summer. Two summers ago. Two summers ago. It seems like forever ago. It's, it's on It's on
3: FX channel already.
0: <laughs> it's already being run on your local networks. Uh, it's not. But For the Americans, it's Godzilla Resurgence. Got, it has a bunch of titles. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, so this is the curse show that we just got to power through and get it done because every time something happens. Before we begin, though, I get a couple of bits I want to shout out to our buddy Kevin Halden from Northumberland, our doppelcasters over at 365 Flicks. Who is in New York City right now? Oh shit! And posted uh, the funniest photo of him With a, a cheeky smile Standing in front of Trump Tower uh, He looks a little nervous in this photo though uh, Kevin I'm putting this photo in our show notes At jocknerd.com slash 151 I hope you don't mind And if you do I don't really give a fuck I'm putting it in there it's a hilarious photo Luckily he's a white male so he's got nothing to worry about Walking by Trump Tower you'll be fine Absolutely, Nobody's <laughs> going to try to deport yeah, you or for him or, yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to try to grab any part of you You'll be safe Just take pictures. (laughs) And then finally, any any job he wants. Yeah. You don't have to have experience. (laughs) He He just hands you a job immediately. Yeah. Yeah. He's hey, You get a job (laughs) and you get a job. He's like a white Oprah (laughs) for jobs for people. I can't tell if he's got like,
4: like a shit eating grin or like a nervous smile. Uh, Like he's like, some some shit might go down behind me and exactly. I get
0: the fuck out of here. Exactly. It's part, hey, look where I am, and part, oh, crap, what am I it's doing like here? It's like just yelled, white power. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> In fact, it's, that, one of those, it's one of those smiles where you're, like, showing your bottom row of teeth way more
0: than you should be. Yeah, that's a nervous smile. If you notice on the yeah. left, it looks like there's a guy giving, like, a Hitler salute or something. I don't know what's going on. That's a girl. Yeah. Oh, it's that's a girl. Nice. It's all suspect. I don't know, Kevin, I don't know what you're involved in, but uh, a board mission. Uh, okay, finally, before we get to the news, uh, listener, if you check out our last episode, it was 150. It was a milestone. We had a lot of great audio from our friends from other podcasts celebrating with us. Well, uh, the the guys over at History of Bad Ideas podcast, they wanted to make 151 special. Wow. You know, why not? Yep. So No uh, one
4: ever thinks about the episode after that. Right.
0: Hallmark. I appreciate yeah. it. So here's what they sent in.
4: This is Jason and
5: Jeff and Blake from the History of Bad Ideas. Check us out on iTunes. Uh, Celebrating episode 151 for Jock and Nerd Podcast. The rum episode. You guys uh, sent us a nice uh, message for episode 150. Well, guess what? We're better than that. We're doing episode 151. No one ever congratulates you on that. It's, it's a better episode. It's one more. Yes. A lot of people quit at 150, but you guys did 151. Nice. Now, I hope you don't quit after that. And it's a great Bacardi number. Uh, we listen every week. You guys don't listen to us. but Yeah, considering most of you didn't even know who we were. But but they so- have a sock puppet, don't they? They do have a sock pu- puppet. His name is Ragboy. Sockboy. I don't know. I don't think it matters because they don't listen to us. I had a rag puppet back when I was a teenager. Did you, uh, how many did you go through? <laughs> how many did you go through? A lot. No. Uh, did it become hardened? I don't know. Like but your I, soul. But it wasn't as good as Jock and the Nerd and Sock Puppet. That's right. That's right. So, uh, I want to say hi to Imran, the Jock, also, and, well, the Puppet, dude. I guess. So, uh, no, it's congr- <laughs> great. Keep balling, dude. Even though you don't listen to us, and your damn Cubs won. But thank you for, uh... Damn you, Cubs. Giving us this opportunity, and congratulations on episode 151. Jeff, anything else you would like to add? No, it covers it. Okay. I have a shot of Bacardi 151 on you, because we can't buy it for you. But send us the bill. We'll get right to it. It's with Blake at Graphic Novice.
4: We'll pay you back in IOUs. Just as good as money.
0: nerd. Aw, oh, thanks for calling us out for not listening.
4: I got a couple comments on <laughs> Yeah, that. go. Uh, number one, uh, oh, definitely we don't listen to that show. Maybe I Imran listen. Does. Imran does. Yes. Uh, number two, I like how they don't. They only know really Imran. They don't know. <laughs>
2: they like talking.
4: They're they're really loyal listeners. I can tell.
2: I, I especially like the flamboyant southern a- accent that you don't really know if it's really southern or, or effeminate. It's great.
4: Oh shit! And then and then the third thing is they're they're complimenting on this, us on the Cubs, but three out of the four people here probably could give a shit about the Cubs.
0: Yes. That's
3: not true. No,
0: no, no. I love the Cubbies. You love the Cubs? You're a Mets guy, though, right?
3: No, I'm a Yankee guy. Yankee guy.
0: Oh, fuck off. Well, and they're in Cleveland also, so it it was extra bitter. Yeah. That all makes sense, see? Yeah. Don't
4: listen to their show.
0: Full circle. Thanks for that. All right, guys. Let's get to our short news segment. The Jock Jock and Nerd Podcast is your felt stiff at all uh, is that a thing uh, you gotta, yeah 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 I figured so you got some receptacles that get a little stiff uh, sometimes <laughs> I uh,
2: have a nice dream <laughs> I gotta I gotta launder myself.
0: Uh, listener, if you want to send us an audio comment about anything, a question, or just get in touch with the show, interact. Just visit jockener.com slash contact. It has various ways to get in touch with the show. So this new segment, guys, we're just going to discuss one of our favorite topics we'd like to talk about here on the show, uh, which is the fact that the DC Extended Universe run by DC Warner Brothers continues to be a hot mess. Oh, shit. If you follow these stories like we do, you probably do. You're listening to the show. You already know Ben Affleck will no longer be directing the solo Batman movie. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty ah. funny. That's the my first reaction was ha. So right there, what is your initial reaction, Anthony's is a, is hearty laughter. That's awesome. Uh, Rugs, what is your initial reaction when you when you read that? I have like that. The smiley face that
2: has absolutely no emotion to it right now. If I could it, give you a visual. Yes. Like that emotionless, like s- straight line across is my, my, my lips.
0: I got you. That's straight. Yes. Yeah, straight. That, uh, that's b- me right now. Bilotti, your gut reaction to this.
3: I wasn't surprised. This was telegraphed months ago because you heard all those rumors coming out.
0: Remember? I I agree. I'm. Uh, it's shocking, but not surprising. Here's yeah. what he had to say. Affleck said in a statement, There are certain characters who hold a special place in the hearts of millions. Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. Together with the studio, I have decided to find a partner and a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I am still in this, and we are making it, but we are currently looking for a director. I remain extremely committed to this project and look I forward that. to bringing this life for fans around the world. Well, I'll translate it. As as well. as yes. As Translation.
4: As if justice league sucks, I'm
2: out. Yep. That's I think, <laughs> I, 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 think I you I, nailed it on the head. I'll, I'll further, I'll further, uh, explain this bad flex. Like, look, this is going to be a piece of shit and I don't want to be blamed for it. So let me get some other fuck to take the blame.
0: I, no, sure. I think, yeah,
2: no, it's all, it's, he knows it's going to suck. So he doesn't want to sure. be directing this piece of shit. But this is
3: what happens when they actually get like a real Oscar winning accomplished director to do one of these movies because these guys don't waste their time with comic book movies. They do their own shit. You know,
0: I think Batflex reached the point where he's realizing what the fuck have I stepped in? Uh, You know, you know, there was another article that he mentioned something interesting and it was uh, regarding the suit. He wanted them to design a suit that he could perform in and then easily, you know, strip down to direct. But if you think about what it takes to be in these suits and how hot and heavy they are and how exhausting it is. Imagine doing that and directing and staying in that suit. Uh, that, I mean, that itself is a daunting task. He was not happy with the Batman script. And it's just come out that Chris Terrio, his buddy, who uh, won an Oscar for Argo, rewrote uh, the Batman oh, script. Oh, uh, to make Warner Brothers happy. So clearly, there, he's he's like, I'll write and I'll produce. And he's going to star in Justice League. But I think you guys are right. He's thinking about his reputation. I think he're going to take a smaller hit with just writing and producing if it bombs than if he had all those things and he would be blamed for everything. And clearly, uh, he has no faith in this. Neither does Warner Brothers.
2: Yeah, he doesn't want his directorial. Like, he just had a movie bomb. Yeah. So he does not want to further complicate and compound that with this bombing.
0: Was is that live by night? Yeah. That bomb. Yeah. So yeah. So now he's like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> but I, I think you're right. I think if Justice League bombs, he is done. He will bail, uh, and I I wouldn't blame him because he kind of is like uh, one of these things doesn't belong here, and it's fucking Ben Affleck.
4: What's unfortunate is everyone like was in an uproar when Batman when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman. But I think for the most part, most people were excited about yes. Batfleck yes. directing his own Batman film. And yeah. Now what's there
0: really to be excited about? This Like, the story of this, the making of this movie is already so much more fascinating than the movie's probably going to be. Like, what a fucking wild ride. That This should be a no-brainer for Warner Brothers. This is fucking Batman. Like, you can't figure out how to do a solo Batman movie? What the fuck is wrong with you? You guys gave us, like, the best Batman movie in The Dark Knight, and now they have no clue what they're doing. Now, let me throw this out there. Uh They have a short list, but before we talk about who's on the short list, I want to know from you guys. Who would you like to see direct The Batman? Any any thoughts?
2: Wow, that's a
3: I didn't even think about that, so I have yeah, to other, sit there uh, and think about it. Are there any good directors anymore? I don't even know. Oh,
0: uh, well, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs>
3: who's Who's left? I don't know.
0: Well, what about like a uh, a David Fincher? Would he do it?
3: Yeah, yeah, I could, yeah, I could see him. I'd love to see a
2: Scorsese Batman. It'd be very street level.
3: Oh
0: my god, that would be that would be crazy. What about Ridley Scott?
2: Nah, I don't think he's interested in that type of shit. No, most of those guys aren't.
0: Uh, so uh, Anthony, you don't have, you're not into big into directors, are you? Nobody does. No, I'm just looking
4: same. at the cheat list. Yeah, Matt Reeves. A,
0: well, so the short list they got two names. They got Matt Reeves, who directed The Paul Bearer Cloverfield, Let Me In, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and the upcoming War for the Planet of the Apes. That's not a bad pick. Those are I like uh, that. yeah, right. Yeah. And the other guy they're looking at yeah, is good. Yeah, is a dude named Matt Ross. Who is an actor who's appeared in Face Off in American Psycho, who's recently made a waves as a director, having held the critically acclaimed 2016 film Captain Fantastic. Which, it's a great movie. It's a good movie. Uh, it debuted at Sundance. So Matt Ross seems to be a guy that they could push around a little bit more than the Matt Reeves, probably.
2: I like Matt Reeves for this. I,
0: I do
2: I do like I, the I, Matt Reeves I, pick. He his his Planet of the Apes movies are great. So
0: and let's it, do it. And it kind of has like a, that dark, gritty feel. I, I would maybe try Duncan Jones. Ah, Duncan Jones with the Warcraft. He just did the Warcraft.
2: Yeah, but he's actually a way better director than that. And I think he could do Batman.
0: Kevin Smith has come out and said, I ain't fucking touching it. <laughs> and I don't know yeah. if I'd want him to do Who it. Who wants Kevin Smith doing that anyway? No, not, nobody, but of course he has to no. come out there and be like, I won't do this. No, uh, he, he, can't, he can't even barely direct uh, TV shows. <laughs> What about I, there was a couple of other names, uh what about that Lexi Alexander chick? No. did the Punisher? Yeah. No. 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 No.
4: The no, pun, no. Which one? The one the the Punisher Warzone? With, with Tom Jane. Yeah,
0: yeah, with Tom Jane. Oh, that one? No, that's not no, oh, that's that, that, not her. She did, uh, the, the, Michael Hensley or she did the Hensley She did the Ray like the Stevens.
2: Punisher Warzone was awful. Okay, maybe maybe Lexi shouldn't do it.
4: <laughs> I, it was like over the top, like the the gore, but it was awful.
2: If if you if I would have thought about this earlier, I would have come up with a list of people, but I can't do it right now. Yeah, there's so many. Like I don't, like I said, I don't even know. Like no one's popping in my
3: head. What today. about Christopher I don't even,
0: McQuarrie, who is Tom Cruise's guy? He did Impossible. I always go to Del
2: Toro for
0: everything. You know? <laughs> Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah. Said, what about Nolan? Would Chris Nolan be uh, interesting? Oh, that would be a that would be great too. That would be crazy if he came uh, back, I but I don't think he'd want to do that. I don't
2: think
4: no. I, He's been quoted as saying that he doesn't think Batman's as basically as cool a character if there's other superheroes around, or
0: whoever directed
2: the Revenant. Yeah, that'd,
1: that'd
0: be good too. Uh, that's, oh, yeah. no, that's Alejandro. That's um, the Spanish. Or yeah, Inaritu. Oh, that's not a bad I don't movie.
4: even think this movie. I, I'll believe this movie's being made when it's actually
0: released, right?
2: Like I don't, I don't or, have a lot of confidence. Whoever did X Machina. He's
0: good, too. What a mess. Like, how hard they should have... I was thinking about they should have done a Man of Steel, then they should have done a Batman movie, then you do this Wonder Woman movie, then you do your Justice League. If they had just an ounce of forethought and planning, that would have been a great lineup right there. Uh, Let's not forget, also, you know, The Flash has lost two directors. And I also found out that Patty Jenkins was not the first pick for Wonder Woman. She was also a replacement. Oh, shit. The whole fucking thing is a mess. Who was the first lady that they were going to do? It was, uh, I think it was a guy. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me see here. Oh, I know who I want for Batman.
3: Catherine Bigelow. She'd be great.
0: Oh, that's an interesting one.
3: She's yep. good. Yeah, I liked her. Zero Dark Thirty was fantastic.
0: So original Wonder Woman director Michelle McLaren stepped down citing creative Differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I don't know. I, I'm really worried about the script, but I think you're right. I don't think this fucking movie, the Flash movie, these things are never gonna get made. Uh, keep fucking holding your breath, guys. It's not happening.
2: Yeah, it's it. It's just bad. It's just it on a studio level. These guys just don't know how to get it together. They're just a
0: mess. Like it's They're, just yeah. it's 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 hilarious how much of a mess this is. So. Uh, Boy, all right, last bit of news for DCEU, and then we'll get to uh, the Godzilla movie. Aquaman has its Black Manta. Oh, shit. There was rumors about, like, Denzel Washington, which was, uh, I knew that was never going to happen. But the guy playing uh, Aquaman in James Wan's movie is, his name is Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. Aquaman Um, or Black Manta? Sorry, Black Manta. He's playing Black Manta. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, he starred most recently in Netflix's The Get Down uh Baz Lerman, he was Cadillac. He was the guy who owned the club, the uh, the music club, and he was good in that. And this dude, this guy, guys, he has a connection to our show. Believe it or not, dun, dun, dun. here's the connection. He is uh, has a part in the upcoming movie called Sydney Hall, which was written and directed. By our bu- my buddy from uh, Pratt, Sean Christensen, who has been on episode sixty four of the Jocko Nerd Podcast. Jock nerd. Oh Ooh. shit. There you go. Then we have a connection. I saw that movie by Aquaman. So you did see Sydney Hall. I saw Sydney Hall, yes, I did. Oh, snap. Oh man, I gotta ask you about that later. I'm dying to see it. So it's good. I I enjoyed it. So it's a, yeah. It, that, if you people see are it, reviewing it right now, yeah.
2: and I don't think they're giving it a fair shake, but whatever. It might get
0: a wider release, listener. If you see it, definitely go check it out. Uh, I think it's probably good. Everything Sean does is uh, is yeah, very good. I think
2: you have to understand Sean, and then
0: the, you get the movie. So, did you guys
4: see that Nicole Kidman might be uh, Uncle Man's
0: mom? Oh yeah, I saw that she's in talks. Also, uh, so this cast is uh, shaping up to be. At least this movie's getting made.
4: Huh. The only thing I'd be like if I was being cast on this film yeah. is the underwater stuff. I don't know if I'd like doing that. I don't know shit. how
0: they're going to do it. What are they going to do?
4: Like you spend like most of your day just hanging out underwater. But you know what? Know. That's you, awful. It that sounds terrible. It,
0: it, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's how they're going to film this, by the way. How, well, <laughs> it's Aquaman, dude. No, they're going to be float. Look, they're going to be floating on wires and then they're going to have CGI floating their hair around. It's kind of kind of look like if you see the the new trailer for the Pirates of the Caribbean, the one bad guy, like he walks on land, but his hair acts like it's underwater. It's a really weird oh. effect. I That's going to
3: take me. That's going to take me right out of the movie.
0: I think it's going to be a lot of that. You can't possibly film the whole fucking movie underwater.
4: I'm interested just because I want to see how the fuck they do the underwater
1: yeah, shit.
0: Yeah. And you have uh, – this cast also features, of course, Jason Momoa. You got Amber Heard. You got Willem Dafoe. You got uh, Patrick Wilson who who plays Orm who was uh, Night Owl in The Watchmen. So uh, not a bad cast and uh, Jason yeah. Wan directing. At least James good. At least we know this movie's getting made. Uh as, after that, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Everything after that is a mess for for DCEU right. I now.
2: wonder if fish stink when they're underwater.
0: Do they stink? Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman's down there go, "What smells like fish?" Yeah. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our uh, short news segment for this one cuz I want to focus on Shin Godzilla. I like to
2: call it a upper
0: thigh Godzilla. <laughs> All right, we're going we're gonna to push on to the upper thigh. After these messages, we'll be right back.
3: Trivia Geeks, the Unpredictable Game Show podcast is back with a brand new season. They've got a new host, new games, and a new day in time. But that's not all. Now you can download their companion app, TrivNow, and play along in real time.
4: Watch Carrie on YouTube as she tries to convince her partner that his dark night hasn't risen in years. Listen on Diamond Club and Alpha Geek Radio, Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can also follow the show on Facebook and Twitter and get all the latest updates and
3: Showtimes.
1: In a world
4: where so many podcasts offer TV and movie news, along comes another one filled to the brim with podcasty goodness that is only slightly better at best.
0: Admit it, you're always looking for a new brand of meaningless movie nonsense in your podcast diet? Look for the
5: 365 Flix podcast on Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher and all good third-party podcast apps. You can also swing by the Facebook page. Come join in on the adventures of Kev, a pissy ex-video store clerk. And Chris, a Scottish Whedon Hall. We're your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. We bring you all the latest TV and movie news reviews and general geeky rants.
0: As well as a bunch of top finds that you really won't care about. So, whether you're Team Iron Man or Team Cap,
5: you're Team Batman or Team Superman,
4: drop on by the 365 Flix Podcast, where the Chris versus Kev Civil War never stops. This is the podcast you're looking for.
5: This is Phil. And this is Carrie. And we're hosting this cool podcast called Broke Bot Mountain, a Westworld fancast, all based on the HBO series Westworld. We had to do something. We were talking about it so much. We needed a venue for our crazy show theories. Yeah, not to mention your fanaticism, and I'm using that word lightly for Thandie Newton. Should we mention your less than healthy obsession with James Marsden? Shut up, Phil. Shutting up. So, download us each week on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud, and listen to us beyond the range of possibilities.
0: The Jock Jock Jock. and Nerd Podcast. But before we get there, I got to shout out the fan club. Of course, you know this listener if you've been listening. We have an awesome fan club. We want you to join. Uh, You support the show and you help us with maintenance costs, hosting costs, and you get fun bonus audio, post shows, whole episodes, instant reactions. You just have to visit com slash Patreon. And it's a place where we put stuff that may not be appropriate on the show. For example, uh, political conversations where we, you know, after the post show – Anthony, after episode 149, after you had left – oh, no, you weren't there. I think it was Dalhauer, whoever it was, after you guys left, uh, Ruggs and I had a pretty open uh, talk about what the fuck's happening in the country. And I was like, ah, do I put this up on the Patreon? It's – really, we have no business talking politics. It's our opinion. But that is the place where we put on stuff that doesn't fit. Having said that, uh, listener David Zika commented on this political audio. And I was actually pretty surprised because out of everyone, I thought we would get a bunch of shit from him. For going political. This is what he said. He posted this on our Facebook group. He goes, thanks for the bonus audio. I imagine there are many who would say or think you should shut up and stick to comics. Oh, shit. I say comics have always been at the forefront of reflecting the real world in fiction and discussing social and political issues. If anyone is qualified to talk about oppression, proper use of great power and fighting for freedom, it is comic fans. You did so with particular insight and reason. Keep up the good work. Thank you, David Zika, for supporting us, and thanks it's for getting it. It's the first smart thing he's ever said. Right? Thanks for I'm getting it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, yeah. hey, shut up! The guy is a Patreon nah. member. Thanks for supporting he's us. Actually, he's
4: actually very. He, he, his responses are always pretty good.
0: I, I, I and rugs. I'm glad that Zika got it right because uh, you remember that conversation we had. I don't even remember what I said. I don't <laughs> mean either. I had to go back and listen.
4: I, I like how Imran's queuing you up. Like, yeah, you man, you remember, right? <laughs> White, nope, I don't remember. Imran
0: uh, immediately backs off. I don't remember either yeah i well i went back and listened to it after he posted this i was like oh no, shit. i gotta go listen to it what now, did
2: we I, say i'm like cringing about what i might have said but no no it was
0: good stuff look
2: i didn't expect that to be see, that's the thing see like uh when we do the post shows right. i have no idea if he's gonna put those up or not yep so, no one knows because like i don't know this is off the record this is on the record what am i saying
0: nothing is so. off the record i'm recording everything i'm always watching All right. Just like the government.
2: But now I'm
1: worried. Listen,
0: thanks to David Zika and everybody else for supporting us on Patreon. Check out jockener.com slash Patreon to join and have fun and to get us into the mood to review Shin Godzilla. We're going to start it off like this. Uh, that's the original theme, right, guys? From '54. No,
3: that's from '64. Multiverse Godzilla, that's my true. personal favorite theme.
0: That theme, uh, I know that theme would be a, a little bit improved. You just put a little hip hop beat underneath it. Uh, I would love that theme. It could totally they, use. They've done oh, it. Oh, they've done it. I need they, a, yeah, they did do that. A hip hop remix.
3: There are many. They did it. Google it. It's there.
2: Yeah,
0: they used it in uh, Charlie's Angels, by
3: the way.
2: All
0: of it. I felt like I've heard that somewhere.
3: Was it Charlie's Angels? <laughs> yes.
0: Before we begin with, of our review with Shin Godzilla, of course, I gotta issue this.
2: Trap yourselves in, you fucks! Spoiler time.
0: Because we go full spoiler here, with balls to the wall, full spoiler. Uh, and I also want to establish. Here's the great thing about this show: you have 3 diehard lifelong Godzilla fans, and then you have me, <laughs> who likes Just an asshole. who likes to break <laughs> shit at G Fest. If you've listened to episode 118, uh, so let's set real quick. I want to know. Uh, your level of Godzilla fandom. How long? Anthony, why don't you start? Uh,
4: first Godzilla movie, Godzilla versus the Sea Monster back when I was a kid. Been a fan ever since. I've Seen all the movies. I, I know a lot about all the suits and all that shit. So, fandom is is pretty high.
0: Pretty high level. Rugs, how
2: about you? Um, I used to watch uh, the uh, Godzilla movies on Channel 11 in New York, which is WPIX, or now it's CW. And they used to have it on uh, every Saturday and Sunday. They'd have a Kung Fu movies and a Godzilla movie afterwards. So I was watching that shit as five years old all the time. And then when I got to be old enough to to like buy my own shit, I used to go into the city and track down all the Japanese movies and watch them with the subtitles. And uh, yeah, basically now I've bought now that they're all on DVD, I bought all the DVDs and I have all the figures.
0: I have a bunch of figures. I have a lot of shit. Godzilla's your jam. And now Bellotti. Yeah. What is your level for the new listener? We all know.
3: You all know. Well, Rugboy just stole my whole goddamn routine, <laughs> so pretty much what, just just listen to what he said, and that's my story.
0: Only that's more, it. because if the listener goes to visit robo7.com right now, Bilotti, what are they going to find?
3: All my crazy Godzilla artwork that I sell at conventions such as MegaCon, G-Fest, and WinterCon.
0: See, I, Bilotti kind of takes the cake because he does the con scene with uh, il- amazing vector illustrations, of Godzilla, oh, they're okay. No, yeah, they're, he's I, like a legitimate
2: guy in the in that fandom. Like people know who he
0: is. The man maybe. knows August Ragoni. Yes, he does. That's huge. We're talking oh, about yeah, Belladì. Right. I went
4: to go pee while you guys were talking.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah that's we fine. just we're
4: blowing
3: him. <laughs> We're just, I, we're the just the blowing Bellotti. The old going to pee routine. <laughs> <to pee. laughs> yeah. Old shooing off Bellotti. I Thanks. told
0: you to keep an empty plastic bottle next to you, Anthony. Uh, but look, just visit Robo7.com. You will see Bilati's awesome. And then me, um, I'm about as big of a fan of Godzilla as Anthony is of Star Wars. So there's your balance. just like casual. Mm, you know, yeah. I, I grew up watching, I've seen the cartoons when, uh, you know, the reruns over the summer. I would, you know, I've seen bits and pieces of the old movie I've seen, you know, 89 and tw- uh, 98 and 2014, the American ones, and-, and now Shin Gojira, which is the first Japanese Godzilla movie in 12 years. Oh, shit. That's- now, I w- I need to point something out yes. before
2: we even get into this. Yes, I saw it in its entirety in a theater, uh, and John Belotti also saw it in its entirety in a theater. Uh, I believe that Anthony saw it in its entirety on a plane. On a plane, yeah. And Imran saw it <laughs> Minus twenty minutes. Yes, legally.
0: So yes, uh, that's the only way I can see it right now. But yeah, there's that's uh, the theater thing is awesome because I don't think they've played a Godzilla movie in the theater for like twelve years or like fourteen years, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, the yeah, movie o- comes opened in in July and then premiered in the U.S. thanks to Funimation in October. Limited run, limited release. Uh, what was that like, you guys, seeing it in the theater with Godzilla fans?
3: Well, I saw it on a Tuesday night, the opening night, because I couldn't wait out in Brooklyn at Sheepshead Bay. And it was like me and my friend uh, Toby and like five other people. And it was just like dead silence.
0: That's, there was only, that, that's all the people that showed up?
3: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just weird. But, you know, and we left kind of like ambivalent. Like we didn't know how to feel about the movie. I was just too much, too much uh, anxiety. Second time I saw it in New Jersey... And the whole theater was packed nice. with fans. Nice, And And my brother came out, my cousin, another Godzilla friend, my friend Toby, we saw it again. So much better. It was just like, it, it made me like the movie more. Went on, I started thinking about the movie, and I said, well, I have some uh, stronger opinions about the film now. But, yeah, it's amazing. It, it really, like, you have to see it in the
2: theater with other fans, like more than four people.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, funny aside to that is that I was supposed to actually see that movie with 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 Bellotti in the theater that yeah. that same, that same time but i had actually i talked to him he said he already saw it so i went to go see it <laughs> and then after i saw it i didn't want to see it again so yeah. i didn't
3: go with him the yeah. second
1: time
2: i
3: warned him i warned him i said it's i i, I was like I, I still don't know i think i said like, i still know how i felt but i said you should go see it you have to see it more than once because it's very talky and you just need to absorb it and you know, you didn't you didn't make it through the first round, so
0: And Anthony you've only seen it once also, right?
4: Saw it in the in the plane and then I caught bits and pieces of it on the way back just to like reanalyze some stuff.
0: So and then regarding the cuts, like it you <laughs> guys saw a two hour runtime and the one I saw was one forty. Yes. Uh right. and so I don't know what cut I saw. Well you don't know how long it was. Uh I have no idea. And when you're on a plane for 14 hours yeah, time, time feels is, like time it's never doesn't ending. exist. Yes. Yeah. It could have been 4 hours long and you wouldn't have known. <laughs> uh, so that's cool, but I actually uh, body I got to agree. I watched it twice and the second time I did kind of appreciate it a little bit more.
1: Yeah,
3: you do. You catch a lot more.
0: And you can, like, fast forward through a lot of the talking parts and just read real quick and then just get to the Godzilla. Yeah. Like, that, that was also fun. Yeah. So let me set it up. A couple of stats I found. Uh, this is the 31st film in the Godzilla franchise uh, and the 29th Godzilla film produced by Toho. And, you guys, is this the third or fourth reboot of the franchise?
3: Third? This is the third. Some places you, said fourth.
2: Count 98. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So Fourth. Yeah. If you count okay. Legendary.
0: And then I learned some more interesting facts from uh, the Cinemassacre review, uh, being that it's the first to only feature Godzilla alone since 1984. Is that correct?
2: Yep. First. If you don't count 98. If yet. you don't count
0: 98, yeah. The first yeah. to feature music cues from 1954 movie, the original. No, no. Or certain music cues, like they—they no they, no, they reused exactly. They reused music used cues from
4: 54. Yeah.
0: I don't and, know if it's they, the
4: only time. but
0: No, they used the original
3: recordings from 54.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. they used the original recordings. That's cool. Is this also the first remake of the original for, from scratch? Like the first time they actually – because wasn't a lot of them a sequel to the first movie? Is this the first if time? You don't,
4: if you don't count the American films, this is the first time they've done ah. a remake, yeah. like a, a, re, a yeah. full-on reboot where it's not connected to the original at all.
0: Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it got 88% Rotten Tomato score. Not too shabby. Uh, As far as the box office success, it uh, became the highest grossing live action Japanese film of 2016 and the highest grossing Japanese produced Godzilla film in the franchise. So according to Box Office Mojo, off of a budget of uh, $15 million, which is not a lot of money for something like this, uh, domestically here, it made $1.9 million. Uh, plus another seventy six million foreign, so worldwide's made seventy seven point nine million dollars. It's not bad. That's not bad for a uh, uh, fifteen mil, fifteen mil investment. Uh, interesting enough, I also saw this story about Doctor Strange debuted at number one in Japan. Like it's just, it's still coming out. It just got released, and it's still making money. So. Damn. Global market is good. All right. Let's start with um, let's start with our opening thoughts, as we usually do with these reviews. Uh, Anthony, I'm going to go with you because I kind of know what Rugboy thinks. I'm interested to hear what Bilotti thinks, but I want to know what you think. Overall, opening thoughts.
4: The film is it's different, first off, than a lot of films I've seen. It's very political. Like, it's like you're watching Fox News or CNN. <laughs> C-SPAN. The, the way they film some of this yeah. shit. So that's a little jarring. Overall, I would say I'm right in the middle on this film. There's, there's parts I like and there's parts where it's just, I don't know that some of the decisions I, I'm not a fan of, not a fan of his design,
1: hmm.
4: not, not necessarily a fan of the talking head stuff either, but I do understand like what they were going for. And I do appreciate the fact that like Godzilla, the the, the, the connections to the real world issues in Japan and the connections of like Godzilla, like making it almost like makes Japan the awake like they awaken Godzilla, this sleeping monster, and Godzilla awakens this this giant that could be Japan is the way I thought of it. If mm. if Japan like Japan could become a world power because of this, like, they're they're kind of like stepping up for themselves and finally taking their foot on the the world stage instead of just relying on the U.S. Oh, and I have to throw in that girl that plays an American is fucking
0: awful. <laughs> Patterson. Yeah. Her name is Patterson. <laughs>
4: Oh. It's terrible. We'll get it's a terrible her. casting. Well, I mean, I'm sure she looks great, but yeah, holy yeah. shit, that's not an American person at all.
0: No, no. Yeah. yeah. And I wish they subtitled her English because I couldn't understand what the fuck she was saying when it was English and there was no subtitles. Bilotti, opening thoughts about uh, Shin Godzilla.
3: Opening thoughts. Well, the first time I saw it, uh, like I said, a lot of anxiety, a lot of tension. I didn't know what to feel about it because a lot was so different see it again just to get like okay let me see if i really like this and i i did like it but yeah there's a lot of questionable things in it i mean they really need to get better american actors in japan i would take danny aiello danny devito uh, uh gina davis just anybody just throw them in the movie peter de I, I just need someone peter
0: even alive acts. still dom de his brother I don't even
3: care. Dig them up. Just uh, you get, you get <laughs> any Italian can, actor will do. Yes. Any Italian actor. Get me in a goddamn movie. John Turturro. Um, I liked it, um, but not. It's so hard because this is like it's like uh, you have one of your kids that you love yeah. to death, but it keeps fucking up, and you're like, oh god, what can you just get get an A? Get an A in one of your tests. Come on, please.
0: Yeah, a lot of you guys came in with a lot of baggage to this movie. Rugs, you have a lot of baggage, as we just heard. What did you think of this?
2: Well, I can, as I said, I came in with a, a lot of baggage. I had you know doing this show. I've spoiled a lot of the shit. Yep. So it wasn't like a surprise. Um, I was looking at the design early on and not liking it, and just was baffled by some of the decision making process behind this film. And then when I went to see the film, I found you know the I just found so many problems. Um, I did see a diamond in the rough, though. It's not that I just I didn't see what they were trying to do yeah. as a film yeah. there's, there's definitely something there that they were doing. Right. But I think I said this in, in my mini review is like, every time they did something great, they would do something to negate it. So it almost keeps nullifying itself in, in its effective It's effectiveness as a movie. So, um, I thought it was like, uh, that's why everybody's kind of like in the middle about this. Now, the thing that baffled me more than anything was, the great reviews that it was getting that were just praising it as the best of all the films. And I just couldn't, it angered me so much that no one was being honest and being like, you know, about the film. So that, that even frustrated me even more. So when I reviewed it, I had a lot of anger from that as well. Uh,
0: uh, no. Yeah. And I checked out a couple other reviews from Godzilla fans and largely they love this movie.
3: No, it's very split in the fandom. Oh my God, it's it's like you. It's like talking about Trump to people.
1: Oh, jeez, it gets it bad heated.
3: Like, Damn, it's really bad. It's like sickening at this point. And yeah, I I don't even. I haven't. You know, I tell a few people like what I think about, it, but I don't even post that shit on Facebook. Like I, oh, I, I, I won't. This is, well, only, this is the only place people are going to hear my opinion of the movie because uh, I'm not sharing it at all. Oh,
0: shit! <laughs> I mean,
2: the Godzilla expert August R- Ragone never posted a review of it. Because- he still
0: hasn't put his review out. Because he no. doesn't, he doesn't like the
2: movie, and he's afraid. He doesn't want to put that out there. Yeah, he
0: doesn't want to burn his bridges when he's so closely tied to this franchise, does he? I don't it's think he just, wants to do that. No.
1: Yeah. He's he is he
0: kind of like the Kevin Smith of the Godzilla? Uh, no, I, I no, think no, that's to do
2: with no. Japan, the Japanese culture. No. And and it's not, not Really into
0: criticism. <laughs> it's not polite. Um, I thought. Oh wait, I'm gonna play this. Well, it's big and terrible. <laughs> Than I ever thought possible. I didn't think the movie was terrible. I actually, look, coming into this, the only baggage I had was the stuff you guys talked about, about the look of the creature and how he had these really big hips and he looked like he was moving slowly. And then, Rugs, when you did your old review, it really, like, it lowered my expectations, right? So when I finally sat down and watched this movie, the first time, I was like, huh, that was really interesting. I really enjoyed the Godzilla parts. Uh, but it was, it, it was definitely a different movie than uh what I was expecting and then the second time I watched it I kind of got the bigger metaphor I kind of got how I kind of got more of the satire of the government and uh, the all the decision making. And the fact that uh, Godzilla w- wasn't – and he was just there. He wasn't like the protector of Japan. He wasn't really the enemy. He was just like a force that just needs to be taken care of. But he w- yeah. I-, I enjoyed it. I actually – I really enjoyed this movie. And the more but I thought about it, I really liked it. Now, I've watched the cut that you watched. Yes. It's a lot more digestible. Yes. I can't imagine if there was 20 more minutes of that fucking office uh, talkie-talkie scenes. I don't think I would feel the same. Like – you did it, it was redundant even in that like you, it, they cut 20 minutes out and they still
2: were redundant in, in some of the scenes
0: but even in the one yeah. hour 40 cut i was invested into the story like it was interesting there yeah. w- there was redundant scenes but it was kind of the them playing telephone with the decisions and the, yeah, the but, hierarchy
1: but
2: more minutes of that no that, that no was really, really frustrating
0: no i would not lame i'm glad i saw the hour 40 cut uh yeah. so Look, like I said, this movie, it's not on VOD yet. It's not uh, streaming anywhere legally. So I don't know how many people – Godzilla. if you're a Godzilla fan, listener, I'm sure you've seen it. I don't know how many of our other listeners would have seen it. Uh, we should do a real quick recap, but that's really easy to do with this movie. It's pretty straightforward. Who wants to do a fun recap? I mean – A recap? Oh, yeah. uh, man. Just the plot. Like, we need to know I mean, what the I plot just, can...
2: is.
3: It's I mean, very... John, John can do it. Yeah, it's it's really you know it's what's nice about it is that okay the movie just starts up with you know a boat in the water and no one's on the boat and as they're investigating this boat, all of a sudden this huge accident happens in the middle of like Tokyo Bay and one of the um, un, uh, the uh, bay tunnels like the underwater tunnels, the car tunnels. Yeah, and the movie just starts up. Yeah, and it's like a disaster, and the government basically goes into crisis mode to trying to figure out what it is. Nobody can admit to like what the hell it is. They're like it looks like a giant creature. Everyone's in denial of it. And basically the movie plays out from that point on as how they, the Japanese government reacts to it. And over the course of the film, it's, it's basically a disaster movie with yeah. a giant monster in it. And yeah. it's just how they react to Godzilla. And it just, it's, it's kind of almost like the Godfather where, you know, the Godfather Brando himself, Yeah, he's not in the entire movie, but you feel his presence yeah. throughout every single scene. Yep. That's Shin Godzilla. He's like the Godfather character where every single ounce of dialogue in that movie, all the overact, all the all the extra dialogue nobody liked is all about how it's, to deal with
0: Godzilla. It's all about him. Yeah, which I kind of appreciated the straightforward plot. Godzilla shows up. They got to figure out what to do with him. And it's, yeah. a, it's an hour 40 of that.
3: And that's one of the things I liked about the movie. Like, I don't hate the movie. I don't think it's terrible. But there's just questionable things in the movie that I'm like, okay, but it's the one of the co-directors shinji higuchi who worked on the Gamera films he's a huge fan of american sci-fi blockbusters and he loves independence day which i never knew until recently and when i was watching the movie i'm like this kind of reminds me of independence day with the speech do you remember rondo gives the speech yeah to the soldiers at the end i'm like this reminds me of the president giving the speech and i was like oh when i made the connection when i found out i said oh this is like his like you know little homage to Independence yeah. Day yeah he
0: has that little uh, pep talk uh when they in the beginning of the third act uh we should mention oh, this. let me point out something
4: yes. in the talking heads yes um I did like that there wasn't really like a bad guy in the government like someone that was completely inept maybe the one I don't know if he was the prime minister that dies in the film I forget his title yeah yeah, the prime minister yeah. The it wasn't like he prime was completely it wasn't like he was completely inept it was more just the amount of politics was he couldn't make decisions. No, fast yeah, he as was
0: very to. unsure. He needed advice from everyone. He everybody. was dealing. It was
4: like he was dealing with. He was dealing with something that no one's ever dealt with. The, it, and right. He just couldn't. He couldn't. It's not like he was this like bumbling fool that no. made, they made the. They didn't make a human enemy.
0: No, no. It's right. entirely uh, Godzilla, and it's him. You know, trying to work through the bureaucracy of getting things done stuff that's not really exciting unless you put like exciting electric guitar music underneath it and then it kind of gets exciting which they do that sometimes it's hilarious the
4: the first part where I noticed that this was a different film was when they were like "Um, we could use the army and attack it and then they were like wait but he's not really a like an actual physical threat like or anything or something along those lines where they're like this isn't an invading army this is like a bug or a parasite or something like can we actually attack this thing and like like that part where they're like Figuring out the politics bef- with even attacking Godzilla was uh, was made it. Yeah. out to me that this was a different.
2: Especially as an American, you you you, you don't even think about that. Type
1: no. of shit.
0: You're like that. We'd fucking bomb that shit immediately. Right. <laughs> You're know? just like nuke it, which is yeah. what the Americans want to do. By the end of this movie, uh, so let's just start. What worked for you guys? What did you like? Uh, I really enjoyed the music. I'm just gonna say the fucking some of the music cues were were awesome. It added that sense of old school Godzilla to it. Uh, the one scene uh, in the middle where he's just torching the whole city to that operatic music, I thought was awesome. Yeah, I
2: yeah, I that. agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: That. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I yeah. liked it, but I, there was the one scene in the middle where they use where Godzilla finally like becomes bipedal.
1: Yes. And stands
4: up. They use the music from 1954. Yeah. And for me, it, it doesn't work there actually because he's such a goofy looking fucking monster. <laughs> and you're using this the, like the most ominous music ever from the 1954 Godzilla movie. And then he roars and it's like the dude's fucking bug eyed and he's, ro- he's bellowing out like he's the destroyer of the all worlds. The first
0: time he roars. Yeah. 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 I
4: didn't like that actually. I thought it was really forced.
3: So yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the
4: thing is like, it yeah. has no arms, dude. Like, it doesn't look threatening.
3: Yeah, the, the roar didn't go with the face.
0: No, no. Did you, did you guys like the use of – the? so you didn't like the use of the iconic mu- music. It makes me think of, you know, the, these franchises that have iconic music that, you know, like J- James Bond or an Indiana Jones or you want to use these themes. Uh, th- I – the only thing that I didn't like about the
2: music, I, I like – I pretty much liked all the music cues and even the ones that for, for me, Evangelion, are in there, which I think is out of place, you know, whatever. They did it and whatever. I can live with that. But – um the quality of those recordings are so bad. I would have remastered them and kind yeah. of made them sound yeah. like a little bit mm-hmm. more. So, cause it doesn't tie it. They're not on the same. Like when you have a, a score, everything has to kind of match and they don't match. It doesn't match together. So it had, it, they should have like either remastered it or, or processed it. So it would kind of fit in this with the same compression as the rest of the stuff.
0: Like one sounds like an old recording and then one's like a really clean operatic symphony yeah.
2: music. Right. It was very jarring, but I, I, but I liked that they used the music. I just didn't like the quality of it. Yeah. They, they should have just added, they should have just taken
3: the same music and just updated it. And it would have been fine. Like in stereo sound, it was very mono, you know, very, just, it yeah. sounded dated. It sounded very dated and <laughs> it didn't match the visuals. And that's what hurt that it did. It took me out of the movie. And then they're playing like when Godzilla lands on shore, they're playing like the Godzilla entrance music from King Kong vs. Godzilla, yeah. And then they play the hero Godzilla music from Terra of Mega Godzilla, and I'm like, this this doesn't feel right at all. This is kind of weird. Wow. Actually. See, I would. You know, thought there, there are some uh,
4: physical like cues like that too, where like I mentioned earlier, when he becomes bipedal and he has that deep roar, but then later on in the film, his roar is is more along the lines of what we saw in the uh, later Godzilla films, where it's like kind of uh, more high pitched. And I felt like that should have been reversed.
2: Yeah. Like Maybe. when he
4: when he's right. like the, the the Terminator, basically, I thought he should have had that deeper roar. Right. That would have been cool. I thought,
2: yeah,
1: yeah.
3: He barely roared. He, I mean, he barely roared until like they bombed him. He barely. You remember when you, <laughs> he barely
1: had any? Yeah, he barely made a sound.
0: <laughs> no, this Godzilla, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, it's not. It, it didn't he have personality. God. Yeah, he was just this force. But like,
2: I I I I, uh, I dispute that because in the beginning of the film when he's Kamatakun. And he's crawling out of the ocean. He's got so much life to him. He's got yeah. so much personality to him. He, feel, he, he, he seems like he's present. And so all of a sudden he morphs and he's no longer present. He just changes completely uh, his, his attitude. And it, it just doesn't, it, it, did, it doesn't match. Even when he's in the, in the middle stage, when he's the red thing, um, you know, the turkeyzilla, like he still has a little bit more presence as far and reactions. And he seems like he's more there. Then when he comes back as Godzilla, it, it, I feel like that you lose something, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like it should be the reverse. Just like, you know, he should be like less cool in the beginning and then have more personality as he gets older. You know, like you when you become older and you grow, you, you, you get more personality. You get more uh things, you know, it just seems weird. And when you're a baby, all you could do is cry and shit. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Well, look. Let's talk about the, these forms of – because Godzilla evolves in several different forms throughout the movie. I thought it was pretty cool. One of my favorite scenes in the beginning is when the prime minister is giving that press conference and he's like, we have been ashore that Godzilla cannot come on shore. We have nothing to fear. And the guy runs up to him, whispers up. He's like, uh, he just came ashore. And like, no, what? That was good. Like right on yeah, TV. Fucking hilarious. So then we see – okay, so – The first time you see him come on shore, it's kind of uh, laugh inducing. Like you kind of chuckle because he has these big googly eyes and he has no arms and he's got these crazy gills with blood spewing out, but he's just ripping shit up with his head, flying things or, you know, tossing things about. And it's also hilarious that like, he's this force. That's like a tsunami. Uh, A lot of the destruction scenes reminded me of, Uh, A tsunami hitting Japan, which obviously this was influenced by the 2011 earthquake, tsunami, nuclear disaster Japan went through and how the government reacted to it. So a lot of these scenes of the cars and the the wreckage getting pushed into the canal, a lot like a tsunami. But if the way they explain what he is, it kind of makes sense that he would have these fish eyes. You know, a lot of it made sense because basically they said that the professor who owned the boat said this was an ancient aquatic species of marine life who found itself surrounded by unregulated dumping of radioactive material. But you also missed out on
2: that as well. Cause that was also explained that it wasn't like sea life as in fish. It was sea life as in microbes.
0: Ah, they, okay. And then and so you it, could,
2: you actually could infer that it was a fish, but in reality, if you actually watched the other, the other cut, they would show they would show you these things that look like little like uh like microbes.
0: Oh, so little things little. Hold, oh that was not in this cut. Yes, not at yes. all. They just explained that it was a, a a a species of marine life that mutated to withstand radioactive waste and now is a fucking nuclear reactor. What uh,
2: Belotti, do you know what the actual word for that they used for the the little things
3: the Yeah, uh, fuck. fuck. Yeah, August just said it. It's um oh god i knew i should have looked this up it's uh it's pre it's actually i think what emron is saying is a prehistoric um fish or something like that Ancient there's, a, there's a name of it's a shark it's like an eel shark or something ah. like that it has the red gills that's what they're calling it in like all the official books and all that stuff so i don't think it's the microbe thing honestly it's it's i gotta i gotta double check what august said but we'll put it in the show notes because i can't i can't fucking remember <laughs>
4: the only thing i would say is like I was under the impression that it was a bunch of tiny little living organisms that just right. came together.
2: Right. Yeah. Cause you saw the cut that I saw it.
4: Right. And then if you mention the ending, you're definitely like, yeah, that's like a bunch of little, little beings. <laughs> yes.
0: Then the ending together. kind of makes sense. But the, the way in the, an hour 40 cut, this is a, a you know, it's a sea creature. That's just fucking evolving. I'll, I'll say this
4: about it. It's definitely jarring, especially like, if you're a Godzilla fan and you know what Godzilla looks like to see that, you're like, that's not Godzilla. You're like, what the so fuck
0: I mean. is this thing?
4: Right. right. So <laughs> it's definitely jarring. I, I, I didn't know whether to laugh or to be like disturbed. Yeah, it, it was yeah. a weird feeling. It
0: was, it was
3: both. It was very disturbing. And I think what they tried to do is they tried to make a modern update of Godzilla and they tried to explain it plausibly. So it could be kind of believable. And you, you're kind of like, oh, so it's not just a dinosaur. It's something that could actually maybe happen.
0: Yeah, that's what I, I kind of so. liked. I liked the the. it was kind of grounded in, in in reality in this retelling. I, I kind of liked that.
3: Yeah, I know. It was. And that, I appreciated that. And I appreciated because a lot of things about the film.
0: Even as goofy as that first form was, if you saw that, you would still freak the fuck out. Yeah, he looks like a maniac coming at you, jiggling and moving. He's moving like
3: what Enchantress from Suicide Squad. Yeah, he's like flopping you know, he's doing around. doing like that dance. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is this knocking buildings down? This is freaky. And it looks as the big eyes and it has like this grin and bleeding all over the place. It's very disturbing. It, that
0: the, bl- the So it went from goofy to then when I saw the blood, I was like, oh, what is that? That is that is disturbing. I love how he's leaning against buildings, trying to evolve, and he keeps falling over. And they don't know what the fuck. In the meantime, everyone is uh, just moving from off office to office figuring out what to do. Uh, You know, there's lines, there's lines like the one guy goes, we had two hours to do something and we did nothing. And they're all like, let's organize. Uh, And nobody knows what to do. Nobody knows what to do. It's hilarious.
3: It's very satirical.
0: It is. It's very it satirical. Really like the shots of them, like putting computers down and rolling in printers and they get the war room ready. And there's like electric guitar music underneath. I'm like, Oh, this is the exciting part right here. Them figuring out the copier. It's very like Aaron Sorkin, West wing, you know, exciting talking dialogue, sort of. I, I want like to go, go exciting. Like- it's but- not exciting. It's just the uh, quick cuts of dialogue.
4: It's, a, it's a very matter of fact.
3: I would say like,
4: yeah. this is what it is. This is how politics
3: are. Now you're going to watch politics. Yep. You know what's funny? I um, I was just watching the movie Tora, Tora, Tora. Have you guys ever seen that?
0: Uh, I've never seen it, but I know it's uh, one of them classics. It's a classic. Yeah,
3: it's, it's about it's that Japan. Yeah, the whole Japan. Funny enough, it's about Japan. Oh. It's, it's the attack of Pearl Harbor, but it's told from the American side and the uh, Japanese side. And actually, Akira Kurosawa was supposed to do the Japanese version, but he dropped out for uh, reasons that I can't seem to remember at the moment. But anyway, I watched the movie recently, and it's basically it's no, there's no name actors in the movie. I couldn't recognize anybody. And it's just the facts of what happened, how it got to that, the attack and then the aftermath. And I was like, that's Shin Godzilla. Yeah. That's what they made. They made, they, it was like tour, 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 It was just, this is what happens. This is what would happen. And this is how a government, like they, like them, this is how the world would deal with something like that. And it was, that's, I like that fact in the movie. Like it's, and my brother said he's like that was probably the most realistic Godzilla movie I've seen because I just that's how people would deal with shit like that.
0: Absolutely realistic, and like uh, let's not forget, like this is a movie like the pri- the prime minister dies. Oh shit! Like what other movie are they going to kill the fucking prime minister in the, uh, halfway through the movie? I, that I thought was ballsy. Like this is a very risky move. It seems like for Toho uh, making it because how does that fucker die? Doesn't he like he, he just get, go to a faraway building? No, they were they were evac. Evacuating in the helicopter... And the fucking he lasered right through the helicopter. Oh, right. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't as it didn't have as much impact as as it should
1: have.
4: Right. No, but
0: I was like, oh that's shit! Wasn't ones. the prime minister on that helicopter? Yeah. They well,
2: be, just because that pr- the- that prime
4: minister isn't he's not portrayed as a particularly awesome leader. He's what? not completely inept, but there, there's no. no like you don't get the feeling that this is this is the leader that's going to lead yes, them. Through no, this,
0: this guy's very wishy washy, and like the whole movie does not paint the Japanese government in in a good light. You know, it's a. Whole uh, of- I would
4: disagree. They do by the end. They're like, we can get, we can do things.
0: They do get their shit yeah. together if they. The younger, that's the lesson. The younger. The younger. Yeah,
3: guys the younger guy's yeah. right. Rondo. I did like that scene where Godzilla just like nukes the whole city. You know, they're all in that like uh, facility and they're trying to. they on like uh, damage control. They're trying to figure out what's going on. And Rondo, he's like the main character. He just starts fucking. He loses it. Yeah. And, and they're like, calm down. And I was like, wow, I've never actually seen that in a Godzilla movie like that. And then and the like, other guy's I like, like that. the
0: other guy gives him a bottle of water. He's like, calm yeah. yourself and first. That
3: guy. I like that character, his friend, because that guy had no, like, emotions towards what was going on. He just wanted to profit from the situation. And I like that character because that shit, you know, fucking happens every day.
0: Well, I also it's liked how, the, the, you know, the, you the, you had threads of the U.S. wanting to take advantage of this as a renewable source of energy once they realized you right. know, they all came in. Uh, the other stuff I liked is uh, like a lot of the Godzilla scenes when he was on screen, when he was fucking shit up was was awesome. Uh, the you know some of my favorite parts of this movie, beautifully shot. The destruction, yes. uh, you know, when when first his jaw splits and uh, he breathes fire and it just fucking spreads, torches the whole city. Gorgeous, and I love the way like it glows purple, and then it, it 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 finesses itself to a laser, and then he just starts fucking lasering buildings. Like the destruction reminded me of Man of Steel level Zack Snyder destruction, just buildings going down. Uh, I loved all of that. Every time they did that, the two times.
4: I think that works because he actually finally shows some personality again. The reason he does that is the U.S. drops like B fifty two bombers, and yeah. he's actually like hurt, and he learns, like, he, like gets pissed off.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. and he evolved. Right. So well, prior to
4: that point, he was just a zombie.
0: So all of these things, like the way he shoots uh, his atomic breath, purple, and out of his back and out of his tail, this is all new for a Godzilla, yeah. right? Way yeah, good. they've never done any. Yeah, Boy. So I gotta give him props for giving something new, trying to put some new shit in there.
3: Mm. But I was, was going to say, is, you <laughs> know, it's, it's unnecessary? Is, like I think a, a lot of it. Yeah. I, all right. This is how I've I've I looked at it. You know. The Heisei Godzilla movies, you know, in the 90s, he's just he's walking through, you know, the military and the monsters and the sets. Nothing fucking hurts him, you know, maybe Mechagodzilla or whatever. And, you know, they kind of wanted to make him, you know, like an invulnerable, invincible God in this movie. But it's kind of, you know, it's a creature still and it and has to have weaknesses and it has to bleed. So they gave him like all of these other abilities to sort of make him invincible, like back lasers. You can't even get a drone next to him because the drone explodes. And it, he he can multiply. I mean, that's how I took it. I said, okay, well, they're trying to make it believable that like he's not dangerous because he can't be killed. He's dangerous because he can multiply, and he has all these other defense mechanisms that make him really dangerous.
2: So that well, I didn't mind. So I,
1: much.
2: I I actually hate that, but because the thing about Godzilla, it, it, you know, in a lot of the other movies, is that he does have he he's he's not infallible. Like. He does have, you know, his weak spots. He's like slow, but he, he can't really, you know. But he w- once he gets, he has to use a certain amount of savviness to beat his enemies and do all the things that he does. So I know that he's not the type of Godzilla that fights other monsters in this movie. But I mean, if you're going to introduce a Godzilla, a new Godzilla for the, for the and this is going to be the new status quo, yeah, you have to think that one day he's going to do that. And he, and I just don't see he's way too overpowered. I mean, even Superman has got weaknesses. He's got kryptonite and he's got magic and there's a bunch of other things that can weaken Superman. Godzilla, basically, is a overpowered creation that actually has no ability to be killed. I I mean, think about this. They've backed themselves into a corner because they say that he can, if you kill if you chop up a part of him, he could grow a whole other Godzilla. Then uh, if if you nuke him, he might absorb the radiation or redirect the radiation and not necessarily kill him. Or if you try and uh, shoot him with something and the radiation will probably be even worse than anything else. And then on top of that, he can sprout little Godzilla's that could, and he can sprout wings and fly around. So like, He's got lasers shooting out of every orifice of his body. There is like he's way so powerful, and it just makes him weak as a character. But there is—I I would point. say what
4: they're they, what they were trying to portray, in my opinion, was that he is literally like in the the quote in uh, Alien, I think it's Alien or Aliens Resurrection, where they're like it's the perfect organism. Yeah, he, yeah. I think that's what that. he is. Yeah. They say because that. He, they say yeah, because yeah. he literally he can evolve. He just adjusts all the time. Like, yes. all right, you guys are going to do this to me. All yep. right, I'll shoot yeah, back lasers.
2: That's great for the, if you're going to create the perfect organism, but right. I don't think that's what Godzilla is. Yeah, And I don't think it's good for a character to be that way. It's oh, you're just going to write a character. you do not going to write it to be omnipotent. It's like it's boring.
4: I'm, I'm not arguing that it's – I liked it. I actually didn't like that he's like that. I didn't like how – you can be ever-evolving, but not be omnipotent like you said. I think they could have handled that a little better.
0: The line was, he goes, a perfect organism surpassing man is what right. they actually said. I was like, wow, that's kind of deep. And they, they and w- kind of think of it's like a, a God force almost. And where do we go from this ending? Well, look, he but you know what, Ruggs? He does get hurt. What What the second round of bombs that hits him in the back, you see all this blood come out. But then he just turns around and starts shooting fucking lasers everywhere. And then it comes well, out of look- his tail.
4: The like, one real weakness is him just freezing after he uses all his powers. Right, that's, that's, that's was. the thing that they yeah. wanted to. Well, and the, when he's but it,
2: they can't do any. But that's the thing they negated that they okay. They gave him a weakness. They made him like fallible. But now you can't get near him because he has lasers that shoot things. That if you come near it, like you, he he EMPs the area. Like it was way he, everything had like a like a counter punch. Like mm-hmm. there was no like the weakness is negated. Like, if you can't get near Godzilla and do anything to him, what's the point of having him have a weakness?
0: Those train bombs fucked all him right. up pretty good. I thought that was cool. Because isn't Godzilla always, like, destroying trains? It was a nice, uh, you know, get back at Godzilla. Trains get I, I
3: not <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting that ending at all. I was like, this is crazy. And by the second time I saw it, I was, I was actually getting into it because it reminded me of uh, the older – a lot of people don't – I don't know why no one has noticed this, but – the older uh, Toho films that Ashiro Honda, the original Godzilla director, made, these three space opera movies, The Mysteri- uh, yeah, the Mysterious Battle in Outer Space and uh, uh, Goroth, which is about a meteor coming to Earth. And each movie, uh, Ashiro Honda was a pacifist, and he wanted the whole planet to come together and fight a common enemy. Yeah. And this, the ending of this reminded me a lot of those movies. And that's what I liked about it, that people just like came together doing all the work. They were helping. But it was like the industry and the people that banded together to defeat Godzilla. Like I like – you know what I mean? Like I like the messages of that, like certain aspects of that film. But ha- know, like half,
0: what- yeah, half the movie they can't get their shit together and they're just fucking talking. And then by the end, you know, the lesson is once we get together, they got this five-phase plan. The,
4: the lesson is that Japan can be a world power and handle its but own I think ship. they
2: cheapened that yeah. too. I also think they cheapened that too because they said, all right – Japan's finally going to stand on its own, but then at the end, they still need the Americans to help with the drones. It was
0: not, ne- yeah, no, it was. It, they weren't on the- at one point, and I love this part that U.S. They were like the U.S. wants to drop a nuke on Tokyo, and I was like, oh, oh my god, they're actually discussing a third atom bomb getting dropped on Japan. And the prime minister right. was like, what am I going to do? We got to let them do it. We got to evacuate four million people. Like, imagine if that was fucking New York City, and they had to do that shit. Uh, I thought that was crazy. I like that part.
3: Well, they they said that line in the film. They said, "If this was New York or Washington, we would do the same thing."
0: And I, it's it's always funny how they like, don't
2: even evacuate New
3: York. They would just no, bomb.
0: they'd be like, "Fuck it, just wipe it out. We'll start from scratch." They it's should.
2: <laughs> they they should. Don't, We because, don't ever want to look like pussies. Christ. America never wants to look like they're pussies. So that if they wait, someone's gonna complain. So they they just fucking will take it out. They don't they don't give a shit. What'd you
0: guys think about the fact that that professor? the who who was missing that was on the boat they the, it was it was his uh he kind of unleashed this well, on the world and on japan because there's like a though. rumor that it, it's actually him
2: that
3: that's
0: uh, a, oh that he's yeah, Ma- that, professor that maki that. really
3: that's, yeah oh, oh, Ragoni debunked that too he's been very adamant about that on social media actually about that i hope and, not uh, i yeah he, he's you know that yeah, because there's talk like, well, you know, for to spoil the ending, but we all know what happens at the end where they show the close-up of his tail and there's humans in it and people are like, oh, well, that's the doctor that got absorbed. But that's that was just – the thing that I got from it was that, um, you know, first I thought man was the real monster, and man and like, his tail. And then when the art book came out, the Art of Shin Godzilla, they had all these photos of the tails and all these sketches, concept sketches of that tail. Yeah. And they had these Godzilla creatures with one eye and these fangs. And they were saying that was Godzilla's fourth stage was these yeah. human creatures, which I'm like, eh, kind of, I don't know. I, that I, hate, that. I hate that. I hate that. I don't like it. I, don't I like think, Godzilla human anything I all.
4: think that's an interesting tease for the movie, but I hope they don't execute that in the next one.
2: Right. I'm, um, yeah, Leave it at movie. that. Well, Leave it reason, at that tease. The reason why uh, that rumor got out is because the whole entire thing gets rolling after this guy kills himself in the water. Right, you know, he, he right below where Godzilla appears. So that's ah, why—that's a good point. Yeah, and he's like that's dude. Why people are connecting the dots, and it, it's inferred in a, in, a, in a couple of ways. And huh. once I picked up on that, I was like, ugh. <laughs> so I re- I was I was in an argument with some other Godzilla fan about uh about him having Godzilla having no motivation to to surface because for all intents and purposes they said he's nuclear he's hot. Why would he ever leave the water? The water is huge. Yeah. There's no reason for him to ever come on land. There's, there's nothing bringing him to land. So then someone's like, well, Goromaki hated, hated Japan. Yes. And Godzilla's Goromaki. So that's why mm. he came on land. And I was like, I thought about that. And I'm like, well, that's the only motivation that it would have to come on land. So that probably makes sense.
0: To get revenge for his wife who died of radiation poisoning and Japan didn't help them at all. Yes. Like kind of left him hanging.
2: So, really, mm, really
3: makes you think, doesn't it? That's it's like interesting. JJ, it's like fucking Cloverfield.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, let's talk about that ending. Uh, uh, I, the, the whole last act, the whole like five phase attack, I thought was fucking awesome.
3: I liked that a lot because
0: man, they, they fucking dropped buildings on him. Uh, and then they had to run over and shoot him with this coagulant to freeze him. And they halfway through, he wakes up and just fucking kills them. It would be better if it didn't look like he was getting a root canal at the dentist. It did look like he had. Uh, <laughs> it looked like he had uh, dental things in his mouth. Yes, Lame. You're absolutely right. And the fact that he's just sitting there while they're doing well, it. See, like- yeah, but I also didn't understand. At, uh, so there, at the end, he's just frozen. He's part of like the skyline. He's part of the landscape. And I'm like, they're just gonna fucking leave him there. Uh, and then well, they can't move him. No, they, they can't move I guess you can't. Right, I point. would at least try to shatter it, you know. But, yes, but that, but they, they that. and then, you know, halfway through the movie, they have a chance to do something while he's spent and out. And what do they do? They fucking wake him up, uh, to just to, so he can but, cause more fucking damage. This is the thing about that. When, as soon as he falls asleep, yeah, there's yeah. like about,
2: I'm gonna say 20 minutes of the movie of, 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 of the, Of whatever the new prime minister guy, what's his name? The the young guy, Rondo. Rondo, like you know, following Rondo around to meet the new prime minister, whoever's in charge now. Yeah, and then the the fat guy with the lisp goes, (laughs) "Oh, we have fifteen more days. So like three days or four days have already passed." And then, and then they have 15 more days. So it's actually like almost a month that he's asleep.
0: Yeah, two. They had nah. fi- 50. They said he'll be awake in 15 days, at which point the U.S. is going to bomb him. And they still needed more time. They're like, wait, we need more time. We don't know what to do. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, uh, it just so the there's, very- something about, there's something
2: about that that breaks the tension for me and breaks like, you know, a lot of, the, you know, these these cuts, especially in the beginning of the movie where. They're cutting back to these boardrooms and doesn't seem like that they're that – they're,
0: they don't even have a TV on or anything. I, I thought it was no, interesting. That, they never actually see Godzilla. They never interact. There's one point – They never where- acknowledge that it's they don't, It's like a, a game of telephone. They never actually see him in person. Yeah and then the telephone decision making must be how they run things because there's people sitting next to each other asking the next person uh, we're ready to fire can we fire and then she turns to the prime minister can we fire and he t- tells her and then she tells the guy next to him and then he calls another guy and that guy calls another guy. Imagine 20 more minutes of that. No I didn't need 20 more minutes so I just want to say the last shot of the tale you guys were talking about with the creatures that really fucking gave me the heebie jeebies oh, like it made my skin crawl like parts of this movie get really really me, and that was one of them I was like oh my god what the shit is going on there that
3: you should see that um it that gave me goosebumps actually, that wasn't cgi that was a, a real sculpture and that sculpture is fucking amazing
0: oh it's a real it's wow it's a real sculpt wow
2: it's beautiful i would i would have that in my room i, I wish was it was shot better much. i would that they should have spent more time yeah. on that shot they should have like circled yeah, it's, up and it's very around. quick
0: it's very quick but it was enough to like creep me out it yeah. was enough yeah upon the up initial showing it. i actually didn't catch it Ah. had to have it pointed out to me. Oh, ah, it was too quick yeah. for the Anthony. I also thought it was funny how, like, once they do freeze him and finally they win, like, nobody cheers. There's no celebration. Very Japanese, I guess.
3: That is yeah. very Japanese. Just
0: like you would expect me. Like, yay! Nope, nothing. They're just well, like... It was also...
3: Huh. What I liked is, like, when they defeated him, the last shot when you see Rondo's face through the mask and he just closes his eyes and you feel like, holy shit, like, we fucking did it. Yeah. Like, that I really liked. And, uh, like, they just sort of, like let out there like a, what's that like a gasper, you know, like when you,
0: a sigh of relief.
3: Uh, yeah. A sigh yes. of relief. Yes. That's, that's pretty much Dan. Like, Holy fucking shit. I can't believe we fucking did that.
2: So did this feel like a Godzilla movie to you guys overall? It did in a certain way, but I, I would not categorize it as, uh, what I would be the quintessential Godzilla movie. I think it's yeah. on the fringe. It's I, its I would say thing. it's not,
4: I would say it's not my, definitely not my favorite interpretation of Godzilla. It's not how I would prefer Godzilla be portrayed on screen in terms of I didn't mind the him being like this destructive force. I didn't like the design and his powers.
0: You know, I, I remember you guys your criticism of like every and everyone. He's very slow moving, lumbering in its final form. But realistically, something that big would not move fast. That is how fast it would. No, but not even that it wasn't move fast. It just doesn't move at all. It's just like his knees move. Like I see see both sides. I see the part where like, you know, they blow him up. They attack him. He doesn't even flinch. You know, it's almost like he's not there. At the same time, it it shows how fucking badass and indestructible his skin is. And this Godzilla is that nothing is even phasing.
4: I I would go. They went for The realistic route with everything, so they went yeah. the realistic route on how he moves on his explanations, his origins, on how military and government get things done. They went realistic on everything, yeah. But for me, as a movie fan, there's uh, no magic, yeah. That doesn't that's hmm. that's not exciting all the time. How things really are aren't always exciting, that's why things get well, adapted, that's, change, shit. That's, yeah.
3: that's I'm sorry, to cut you off, but that's the debate that like, I that's keep fine. having. It's like it's super realistic, and like this is how it would happen, probably, or maybe it wouldn't. But does that make it a compelling movie? Probably not. Hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of interesting to see another perspective on how it it would look. And the military scene in that movie was probably the best fucking military scene. Oh, absolutely! I mean, that's like I've had fantasies about Godzilla movies looking like that. So that's it. That's all I want to say. (laughs) It's nothing else I can say.
1: I just
2: wish that um, uh, you know, the Godzilla his part in the movie like uh, that military scene was a little bit better because I mean, even when the part where the bridge comes flying, you don't ever see Godzilla actually do anything. No, yeah. Just, yeah. Like, anything it. that they could do to hide him having
0: to do anything. That's they, a good point. Do
3: yeah that bothered me too like they showed the bridge and it was the bridge from the original movie too which oh funnier.
0: oh really i mean i like the moment where they've hit him with everything and he's covered in smoke and they think he's down and then he just fucking throws a bridge at them you should
2: have roared right there that would have been cool if you would have roared like, they would have been quiet and all yeah. this. they didn't even do that so like just things that are missing that that could have been there that could have been better um
0: I I still think he had like his hips and his bottom legs are fucking giant. And there was one point where he was kind of like wiggling in a really funny way. Like his hips were wiggling. Well, he's
4: like walking and it's like, like literally like toy style, like one leg up, one leg, down, one leg up, one leg. So there's stuff with like that. And like his characterization, this is like a very good portrayal in terms of how they, it's not man in suit. It actually looks pretty good on screen, but I wish they would have went the extra mile and just gave him like a little bit of a personality. Like, Show his lips snarling once yeah. in a while. Show his eyes, like, reacting to things. Let him, let, when he roars, let, like, let his fucking tongue, like, come out. Yeah. Bit. Like, just little things like that. He doesn't have a to tongue. Yeah, yeah he's got, like, tongue. these
0: multiple mouth palate things in the right. back of his throat. And uh, I mean, he
4: looks like, when he opens his mouth, he's like a giant, like, puffer fish sort of thing. I did appreciate
0: yeah. that one point, that real quick shot of when he was blowing his uh, his atomic breath, and, like, his eyelid covers up with, like, a protective eyelid. I, I enjoyed that. That, yeah. like, yeah. shows personality yeah, yeah i just so, wanted more of it. Let, so let's talk about the special effects and the fact that this was this godzilla was entirely cg correct yes it not so at
3: first not at first not
0: at first they tried to do it with a guy in a suit there was a there was a no, movie tried, it was a puppet
2: there was a movie that uh, did it was a short film called uh the god over japan or something yes
3: yeah god attacks it. it was from yes yeah, it was basically based off an anime
2: yeah you know, Na- so Nausicaa. So basically, they wanted to use the same technology that they used for that to make Godzilla. And then when they actually went and did it, it looked like shit. Uh
1: So they decided
2: that they were working on a uh, CG Godzilla for like auxiliary shots. And they just decided to use that as the the main thing. Yeah, like at the last minute or something like that.
0: I thought the fact that there's so many daylight scenes with Godzilla, I thought Godzilla looked pretty good all CG. Uh, I thought it was, there's a couple of shots where it's a little shaky. But for the most, uh, I enjoyed this. Does this mean if this is the new status quo for the franchise moving forward? Is this the end of the man in suit Godzilla forever for Toho?
2: Only if they want it to be, honestly.
0: Why would you go back to it though? If
2: you do this, well, if, if they're gonna, if it's gonna be, if it's gonna be boring ass, not moving, no personality, <laughs> yeah. Godzilla, I'd rather have the suit.
1: Yeah.
2: But if they could do it in a way that is kind of like what Legendary did and really brought life to the character and gave him dimension and stuff like that. You know, the reality of what they did in trying to be real, 98 tried to make Godzilla into like a real lizard or something. yeah, And that failed because reality isn't always great. So I think that there has to be some magic there. I mean, I I could see a version of this design that's maybe tweaked a little bit and maybe they depower him some way maybe what you know maybe something happens and him being frozen actually makes him like not so uh unstable you know he finally stabilizes into one form and he doesn't evolve anymore like then then i can get behind it but like i don't like this whole new idea of uh, uh, i can't just imagine they're going to evolve him into things that are not Godzilla anymore. Cause once you evolve away from this, then it's not Godzilla.
0: That's what it sounded like towards the end where they're, like you said, they talked about him sprouting wings that he could break up into a million little things. But how is a bunch of little creatures, Godzilla, you know, moving forward. Not. Like, what is that? What is that? It's not know. at all. What, uh, and, and that's destroyer. That, that's, Oh, that's destroyer, it is
3: destroyer <laughs> or Hedora. But yeah. I was thinking when he mentioned the wing, the wing situation, like he could grow wings. You know, there was that shot where the where the, the the stealth bombers, the U.S. Air Force bombers, yeah, the military finds like one of his like cells like growing, like yes, is yes. growing, yes, like I was like, oh, they can probably just grow another monster to fight Godzilla. That's probably how they'll approach it. They have.
0: They have his DNA. I will say this Godzilla is. uh,
3: This new Godzilla is unfriendly and he's going to destroy your country. There's nothing you can do about it.
0: Uh, That still stands. That's still true. (laughs) Very much so. Is that Scott (laughs) Meridue? No. No? (laughs) Did he sound British? He sounded British. (laughs) What? Okay, so what didn't work? We talked a little bit about other things that some things didn't work. Uh, I thought th- uh, th- the fact that there was like no characters to relate to in terms of the human characters was interesting. There was they they there was just a little bit of growth uh, in terms anybody, of anybody anybody speaking English. Yes, like I mean that girl. You yeah. know that girl wants to be uh. the uh, first woman Japanese president of America. Like she she you know, and then Rando Yaguchi wants to be prime minister. He is a little bit, but really, it wasn't about the characters. Like there weren't any characters.
3: No it spoke to this the you know the Japanese culture where they do things in groups they don't want nobody nobody wants to stand out. nobody wants to be the nail that gets hammered down the hardest as they call it. they everybody wants to contribute you
0: know and they're, they're always they're this. always thinking about public opinion, what other countries are gonna think, yes. what their people are gonna think, what jurisdiction yeah. is this in uh can yeah. we do this? We've never prepared for this. This is unprecedented, just lots of talking.
4: what didn't work for me was. The the talkie scenes, um, the overabundance of them, and for me, uh, if they're moving forward with this Godzilla, as like Rugboy stated, I don't think this, this version of Godzilla can last, like fighting other monsters or, or being a thing. And, and if they go the route of him multiplying into little men, I, that's, that's just not Godzilla at all. That, that
0: becomes a horror movie. A weird horror movie. I'm really curious to yeah, see where they take this yeah. next uh, after that last shot. I don't think they're gonna I do anything. Yeah.
4: I don't think. I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna make a sequel to this. Think I don't know. Just, I'm just, this is, this is just my gut. I don't
3: know either.
0: Look, yeah, but we I don't know, know. I think I this is a anything. one-off. But every time the U.S. puts out a Godzilla movie, they put out a Godzilla movie. It's kind of a back and forth. Legendary, it's, it's it's, oh, well, Legendary's planning well, more Godzilla movies. So what do they do? Reboot it again? Where do you go from here? Well, they talked
2: about Anno coming back for the second one. He said they wouldn't come back. Oh, really? Yeah, That's he's weird. doing
3: a he's doing Evangelion four. You know, he's he wants to do that, but I don't think he'll come back.
2: I think Higuchi would rather.
3: I think he would take it over, the co-director and the special effects director. I
2: think he would do it. but I don't think
3: Anna would do
2: it. I just don't like the way that they left off this movie. I mean, what didn't work for me beyond you know taking all of the characterization out of Godzilla and changing his origin and everything like, you know, there's as I said they took away the thing that I loved the most about Godzilla, which was the 19 uh, you know 54 version with the that was related to hiroshima and the nukes getting in cuz that, that 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 never happened anywhere else like that right That's, japan is the only place that went through that so it makes sense that the only time only thing place that would have a monster like this would be where something that d- disastrous happened and um but it's kind of the same thing in a modern age oh no, no no it's not the same not thing the same It's just thing. dumping shit in the water you know it's like in something eating it it's not the same thing and mm. the fact that the that Godzilla was this creature that was a sea monster that people knew of on, on Odo island and and it was and he was scarred by this thing and he was kind of angry at man for for scarring him and mutating him he had more of a a a motivation to, to come on land and to do things. So it's like, I think that core thing about Godzilla that I always loved is gone. Um, And uh, that kind of like sours it for me. And then the ending where they painted themselves into a corner sours it for me. I love the, the, the allegory to Fukushima. I love the allegory about the, the political stuff and, and how it's about, japan coming together and rising up on its own i love all that stuff and there's so many cool things about this movie but the ending to really and and some of the stuff about godzilla's origin where he can multiply and like we leave this movie with godzilla frozen his tails are about to bloom into all of these little godzilla dudes and then you have his spine that's mutating and then you have people who have samples of his blood so cool it it's cool if Godzilla doesn't evolve anymore, but they're saying that he could still evolve. So you have this ability to maybe take some of this stuff and you take them into other Kaiju that he could fight, but that tail thing kind of ruins it, because now there's a million little guys that are, that are coming out of him, and I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be, and that's weird. So and, and, it, and the fact that it's not going to be Godzilla's not going to stay static, he's going to keep changing. Um, I don't even know what I'm going to get.
0: He's uh, look. I su- like, so I saw this thing as a commentary on Japan's disaster response and preparedness. What b- after 2011 for which w- for all intents and purposes was like Japan's nine 11, like I- it was understood. a huge fu- And so it just happens to have Godzilla. I- I no one's,
4: de- no one's debating that. Imran. It's yeah. the fact that when you is compare a this, is right. it a temple? Is it a Is it a franchise? And then when you compare this, 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 this movie is going to get original, inevitably in compared to the original because yeah, it's yeah. a reboot. Yeah. That message of Japan's delayed reaction to Fukushima. Yeah. Not as strong as a fucking nuclear bomb getting dropped on by them by somebody the, else. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. That the, the message there. So they could have either you know done a sequel to that, or they went with the the reboot. That's and unfortunately the reboot's message isn't as strong as the original. It's pretty ballsy for them
0: to fucking. To even well, this,
3: the thing is, is there's no like the original movie was reacting to something very, very powerful that yeah. happened to yeah. Japan.
0: Yeah,
3: we really wasn't supposed to have a sequel, no. and every sequel after that was kind of like a stretch. And then by the time this movie came out, because if you look at the Heisei era, that just picked up where the original left off, you know. And same right. thing with the Millennium series. Now with this film, it's like okay, we got to. You know, Ano was like, I can't make a Godzilla movie. I don't want to do this. And Higuchi was like, convincing him we should do it. And he's like, okay. He's like, well, it's going to have to be like the original. He said, okay, let's do it. And they tried to go that route, but, you know, dumping shit in the water. You're right. Like dumping shit in the water, like unregulated by even like the United States or whatever. It's more of like, it, it, the movie speaks more to the political climate of the world yeah. than an actual disaster of the world, you know? And for some people that resonates and some people it doesn't. And some and, people it's hard to understand.
2: And I also think it's a mixed message because, you know, Fukushima... Is 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 a is is a natural disaster? That was an earthquake that nobody did. It was you know the mother nature decided to make an earthquake, and that made a tidal wave. And the tidal wave and the earthquake fucked up this nuclear uh, facility. And all of those things come together naturally. And it's not the same allegory as mankind not knowing what the fuck it's doing, and it needs to fucking be bitch slapped, like. Right. So I think that the message is a little
0: mixed it's 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 lighter it's the government not knowing what the fuck they're doing after a huge
4: disaster but I don't know if it's like it's I don't think the intent was to make it lighter yeah I think they were intending to make this just as hardcore as that original film yeah, it's, it's just dark inevitably it's, it's a tragedy be
2: it's right. a tragedy yeah. but it's a tragedy at the hands of mother nature versus the tragedy at the hands of of uh of a nation that was that was doing something that Japan harmically shouldn't have done. And getting blown up for it, you know, wrongly, you know, and and terribly. Yeah. um, You know, that's a very fucking crazy ass thing that's never happened anywhere else. So I think that that had so much more weight to it.
0: I mean, really? they, they must have really dropped the ball in their disaster response in 2011. Everywhere. Yeah, but think about but But still think about the fact that this country went through quick succession, earthquake, tsunami, nuclear disaster. Oh, shit. Like that's fucked up. That, yeah. All three of those things very rarely happen all at once within a week of each other. And so Japan, you know, I kind of feel like they they went through this when that happened. Like they did not know how to prepare for this. Well, they, they never rebuilt, went through they this rebuilt themselves like, you know, time and time again, you yeah, know? Yeah. You know, in terms of the shots of this radiation plume, it made me think of Fukushima and how. But then they like wrote it off at the end where they were like, oh, it's half life is only 20 days. It'll be clean in two to three years. The radiation will go away. I was like, OK, yeah, well, it was that's convenient
2: yeah, yeah, it's a little wrapped up in a really nice bow. It's like, oh, that's convenient. But and also, I, I also think that there's an allegory here that we nobody pointed out yet, and I just want to tag it before I forget it. Yeah, is that whole scrap and rebuild? They they're talking about uh, scrapping and rebuilding the government and the way that they do things and how Japan's got to do as it likes or do as it wishes, as that as, as it says in the movie. But they're also talking about Godzilla. We got to do as we like. We got to scrap and rebuild. And, huh. yeah. and I was kind of, I, I took that and I, and I was like, fuck you. But like, um, I don't know. Like we, we doesn't, I don't think, see, this is the thing about Godzilla. And, um, in the modern era, okay. We have all of these times, th- this potential to take thing that originally, you know, had its limitations because of, you know, Japan wanted to do this, uh, crazy ass, uh king kong type of animation you know like uh with a stop motion yeah and it didn't have the budget to do it so they did man in suit as a you know quick band-aid and now in in the modern era you can pretty much create anything that you want in cg and do whatever you want with it and now you can just make that godzilla like it was always meant to be but then people have the need to scrap
0: and, and rebuild. rebuild. Yeah. Well, look, for a character that's been in 31 movies, that's done the craziest shit from, like, goofy-ass flying kick to flying through space to dancing. Like, I appreciate the risk they took and making him do different shit to just breathe some life into, like, every... He's done crazy, way crazier shit in other movies, has he not? Yeah. But I
2: thought we were evolving to some kind of majesty and we and we kind of evolved to more of a horror thing or some kind of weird thing i
3: don't know it that's, but i think that's what they were going i, I think that's the tone of, i don't want to take it was more of like you know the original horror of the you know, the first 54 film you know it's like this horrific situation that's come onto the country and how people deal with it and the death and destruction it causes and all that stuff it, it was more of a horror movie than like a
2: sci-fi movie well the original gojira is in a class by itself Like all the other movies, the other 20, whatever, how many, 29 movies, 30 movies are not that. So, you know, you have to make it the sum of its character, not the sum of one
0: movie. Well, in that sense, I thought it was really going back to that original because that first movie is pretty dark, isn't it? It's not
2: very dark. uh,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Barney Godzilla. This is a dark, scary movie. And I kind of felt like they were trying to go. But that's not what
2: made me a fan of Godzilla. Right. But well, maybe a yeah. fan of Godzilla is watching him fucking fuck up Megalon with Jet Jaguar. You
0: know. <laughs> and, and so in this, I mean, I think you're right. Like if they go forward with this, like, I don't know how you introduce other monsters. Like it would almost be way too unbelievable that there's a, a, another monster in this. Like because c- of the way. I don't know if it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, once
4: you introduce one monster, you can introduce yeah, any monsters. But the were- fact that he's so overpowered, like yeah. he's laser beaming
0: buildings in half. <laughs> Holy shit. It was awesome. I love you know? that. Like what? What the fuck? Well, now that they have his DNA, maybe they can create something uh, to take him down. Well, I I
2: watched this movie today. Yeah, and then right after it, I watched Legendary. Right after it,
0: twenty fourteen. Yes. So what? Did, what did you think those two compared? What did you like? But which one do you think is the better Godzilla movie?
3: I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't compare them. I don't. I don't think they should be compared. Yeah, I, think I don't really. Two
2: think, th- separate things. I I think that what Legendary's uh, whole thing was is I feel like they underpowered godzilla ah. and they made him weaker yeah because they want him to make him sympathetic yeah you know he bleeds yeah. he gets he gets hurt by things um he his blast doesn't really that that he radiates doesn't really it's not like a, it doesn't like just kill the enemy in one second like you know it's not that powerful, but it makes you root for him he's like rocky he's like he's fighting his way you know out of this situation and he's doing what he can what he can do. And it makes you love him more as a character. Uh, the movie itself is not great, but Godzilla is great in this in, in that movie. I want yeah, I, but- I, I wanted to that to be my Godzilla. I feel like that the Shin Godzilla is a much more intelligently written movie that has more of ev- uh, you know takes more risks, but and is entertaining in its own way, and it's and it's also mysterious in its own way. and makes you think a lot more than than legendary um but i think legendary creates a hero yeah you don't, I, I, don't I
0: don't know who i was rooting for in this movie really i'm trying to think of, you're not rooting for godzilla that's for sure cuz he doesn't really have a personality
4: well you're rooting for the humans i don't yeah you're rooting yeah. For the japanese, yeah. The japanese you're, people,
0: yeah but they're in the be- yeah cuz in the beginning they're so like wishy-washy you're like come on get your shit together what are you doing
4: i want to go with wishy-washy they were just kind of they they were dealing with something they never dealt with. I didn't yeah. interpret it as wishy. Oh well, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. It just
0: it totally caught him off guard. And-
4: I'll just say this about the two Godzilla films. I mean, they're totally different movies. Like I yeah. said, there's more depth to Shin Godzilla. There's more meat. There's more substance. Yeah. There's allegories. There's real things that you can digest. The execution is a little questionable. I think Godzilla 2014 is infinitely more entertaining. I mean, I can rewatch those scenes where he's fighting the Mutos all day. I don't know if I can rewatch Godzilla. Uh, shooting sparks out of his fucking. Bag Even
0: though is isn't there is there a little bit more Godzilla in Shin Godzilla than twenty yeah. fourteen? it's, it, it's kind of almost the same, isn't it? It seems a little bit the I same. I think there's Maybe probably like more
2: four more, more minutes in Shin Godzilla. Yeah, yeah okay. it's a little bit more. It's
0: a little bit more. Okay. And uh, Bellati, uh, wh- what does Suri mean? Does that mean sir? I just they just kept like Suri, Suri. How old am I? And I'm like, what is Suri? <laughs> it means sir. Does it mean sir? Suri. Yeah, That's do you know? Mean-
4: you might have been it's going a, with sorry.
0: No, I think that's what Oh, it's because su- oh, they kept saying that. Oh, everybody was saying, It's more like, su- like su- Oh, no, Sumi.
3: Oh, Sumi. Sumi Masen. Sumi Masen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: that's what it means. It's
3: Sumi. It's
4: Sumi. It? S U M I. It's not Sweetie. This is no, what happens it. when you bring a non Godzilla fan on <laughs> there. He just this picks out
0: something like Sumi and like, what <laughs> they is They
2: kept saying it. No, but they said it before every line. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I thought about like, sir, and then the rest of the statement. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I think that's what it is. I don't know. I'll probably get an email from August saying,
2: no, that's not what it means.
3: I dude. think it's like
0: pardon,
2: it's a formal way of speaking. and yeah, it's, I, they're very formal, very, very formal yeah, way. Especially
3: of in government and stuff like that. Right. One last note on the Legendary and Shin Godzilla. It's too, It's like the yin yang, they're very contrasting of each other. And Toho basically made, they really made Shin Godzilla as, as a result of the success of Legendary. And they yeah. said, well, they have the hero slash Gamma Three rip off Godzilla in Legendary, um, that people don't seem to point out. And they said, "Well, well if oh, that's where yeah. you're going." No, he's Gamera he Three. Is. That's why I fucking. That's why I don't like that movie oh, wow. I'm like, it's Gamera Three. Just fucking admit to it. It's it's protector um, balance. Pr- protector, he's weak. You know, he's not as strong as he. You know, like hey, I'll just said. say
4: this, but I'll let you finish. But Gamera Three is really fucking awesome. So
3: Gamera, yeah, they're gonna copy. As long <laughs> As August were going, he says, Gamera 3 did it better. That was the All only right. thing he said, I think, about Shin Godzilla. And I agree with the 100%. Oh, shit. But, you know, Toho was like, well, you get the hero Godzilla. We're going to do the fucking evil Godzilla. You know, and that's the route they went. So they did the complete opposite. So sure. the whole fuck, I don't understand, like, the fandom where they're just saying better than 2014 or I'm sorry, Legendary was better. I'm like, no, they're, they're two different things. I'm sorry. It's like saying the, or right, what's better, the Keaton Batman or the Christian Bale Batman? It's like two different
1: things. Yeah,
4: I no, yeah. That's just inevitable. People just love to fucking shit on other things to make things real good, like seem better.
2: Well, oh, no, that's the thing. It's like um, people really liked and hated both movies. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Really right. it, 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 yeah. It's po- polarizing. Yeah. Now, I guarantee you, if I took chop twenty minutes out of Legendary, I would like it a lot better too. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> so yeah. Everything every more. Aaron Taylor Johnson drop every scene yeah. with him and i'd like yeah nobody 100%. gives a fuck
0: about that guy and don't kill cranston uh but i can't i mean i'm glad i watched the hour 40 cut because i think would you recommend it to somebody i would recommend the hour 40 cut as uh yes because it, it, it's it's very interesting to see you know a japanese hmm. movie it's a uh, it's a good Ford movie I, you buy this if it comes out in the, in the u.s buy it yes no is it a buy for you
4: I wouldn't even recommend it. to. to I'd
0: recommend movie. finding it and watching it. I, I don't think I'd buy it. I, unless
4: you're a, a Godzilla fan, I don't think you really would like this like, movie.
0: I'm going to buy it regardless if I
2: hated it or not. Yeah. you know, um, I didn't hate it. I just didn't. My whole reaction was it was reviewed so well by so many fanboys. Right. It literally got my blood boiling that they, they weren't <laughs> honest and 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 didn't criticize the movie at all, right? So I went and leaned in ten times harder because I was like, "Fuck these guys that are not even saying that it's oh just okay, you know, so I did like the movie, but I just didn't like it as much as these these fucks did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
3: I don't I don't know where people are calling it why people are calling it a masterpiece. I, I mean I again there's a
0: guy that. there's a guy at work who's a Godzilla fan and he's like, It's the you best it. movie ever. He thinks it's a fucking masterpiece and I'm like no, okay. It's
3: not a masterpiece. The look, I love the directing. I do. I'm guilty. I love Anno, I love his Evangelion stuff. I really, really like this directing a lot because people don't direct like this you know it's just very unique shot no i i
0: love i love the shot i love that one point of view shot like you were in a car driving by and you were looking up like i thought that was fucking great and uh when he's destroying the fucking tokyo it looks awesome
3: yeah, a lot of those shots are more, I, I think, more Higuchi, the special effects guy. Cause yeah. He did all this, he did those amazing shots in the fucking Gamera trilogy where it was a similar scene of a military jeep driving past the city and they're looking up at Gamera. And you have like the foreground the mid ground and the background all moving at different speeds to simulate how we look. And a guy just looks out the window at Gamera and I'm like, with the train going past <coughs> looking up at Godzilla. So, no, they, it's the yeah. same, same sort of, uh, mentality behind each each uh, approach to a shot
0: i thought they did a good job in se- in showing the scale you know from the faraway shots where he's walking through the water to that one aerial shot uh of like all the buildings and you see him and then point of view from underneath like uh he you know you could tell he doubled in size when he came back and then they just uh, dropping the buildings on him was badass
3: yeah all that stuff was like I, I liked all that stuff i mean people are like well this is the death of a guy in a suit and all this stuff and but you know, in Japan, like they're so behind. They're so behind uh, the rest of the, uh, Hollywood. Actually, in terms of everything, they're so behind. And in Japan, like I think they used Maya to make this movie. Oh, really? Is, like, <laughs> yeah, like store bought CGI yeah, programs. Yeah, Maya where, like,
0: animation. Yeah.
3: And Companies are making their own CGI programs, and the Japanese are, like, well, we just use Maya, Photoshop, or whatever After Effects. I mean. I always give people a for effort because I know what it's like to make a movie. It's, it's fucking hard. You're making something out of nothing. And I give them a lot of credit for, you know, doing what they did with no budget because in Japan, they, they have been slashing budgets in the Japanese film industry for years now. Wow. So you, you don't have, yeah, you don't have a lot of good directors in Japan anymore because
2: nobody wants to direct. Do you think that that fact that it's made so much money and it's been received really well, isn't that like a bonus for them? They're going to have have to make a
0: a sequel now.
3: Oh yeah, I mean they're probably you know they're they're shitting gold they're shitting gold bricks right now because of that movie. But again, they they slashed a the budget of that movie. They slashed the, the effects budget
0: at know, fifteen million like, Though like, it's got to be one of the higher end budgets in, in a Japanese production. No, you think? Yeah, right, but that's still nothing. That's, that's still like nothing. Nothing yeah. in comparison. That's a catering budget yeah. for the blacklist. Well, in comparison, uh, twenty fourteen uh, budget a hundred and sixty million. <laughs> that's what they're competing against. But uh, for $15 million, uh maybe they should have put a little bit more money in the special effects. I don't know.
3: But they, you know, Toho, there's people at Toho that didn't even want to make this movie, you know? And they just said, well, here, this is what we're giving you. Just do whatever you can. And that's why there were so many talking scenes because they couldn't afford to do mm. anything else.
0: I mean, as, yeah. I think the risk paid off for them, though, financially, when, when you know, at the end of the day.
2: But th- this is what I think. It's like, the screen time of Godzilla was not the problem with this movie the fact that there was a lot of people talking was not a, the problem of this movie i think i think it's it was a combination of what they were talking about and how they were beating a dead horse a lot of the time yeah and re- being redundant right. in scenes that that didn't need to be the, redundant the sat-
3: yeah like the satire of it like they can't just fire a fucking machine gun. They have to like have five people asked. <laughs> well, well, they they estab- I, I say
2: you can establish that once or twice and then and kind of like speed things along and look into other things that might be interesting. Like I would have loved to spend more time with them actually trying to find out the physiology of Godzilla and, and talk more about that and, and explore that a little bit more, maybe a little well, bit more about Goromaki. you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, to to defend that though, they did. If you watch, all right. I think we were talking about this menu uh, through Messenger because the the first half of the movie, a lot of people say is better because it's like it just starts up and they're just reacting, 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 freezes, and then everyone says that's when they started falling asleep until the end. Now that whole second act, you know, like that middle act, is basically them like figuring out what the fuck Godzilla is. Yeah. Well, they they, ha- they cut a lot of that out.
0: So uh, the, what I does. saw, you know, they had that map that they found that they couldn't figure out until one guy's like right. origami and they fucking fold it, which seems a little cliche, but whatever. Martha, <laughs> It was totally the Martha moment So he's like, wait, origami. And then they fold it and then it gives them more information about this creature. Uh, it was kind of fun.
3: And that's, yeah. that's the whole second act is like when I, when I saw it again, because the first time I saw it, I was like, they didn't explain nothing. This was stupid. I so had a lot of anxiety going into it and a lot of Weird well, tension, but this. <laughs> I saw saw—I—I I figured it all out the second time I saw
1: it. I was like, those, okay, well, they explained it
2: those all. Those subtitles were flying fast and furious.
3: Well, too, that, I want
1: to tell that the other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah can we just
0: talk thing. about the captions? Well, I, why does everything need a goddamn caption? Oh, this, it's hilarious. <laughs> that, Every room they're in gets a caption. Everybody's title a joke, gets a caption. Yeah. Every helicopter. Joke from even the helicopters get. The, you, you know exactly what model of attack copter this is. Like, there's yeah. captions all over the place. Nice.
3: That was the satire. That was the satire of the film that they were making fun of. And the second time I watched the movie, I was like, I'm not reading anything above yeah. fucking yeah. eye level. I'm just reading all the subtitles and just seeing what the fuck's going on. And then I, I understood what the movie was about. And I said, okay, you know, it's not, not as bad as I thought it was.
0: No, on the second yeah. viewing, I get, I get, you get more of the satire and like the weird humor yeah. that's actually in there. Uh, it, it's more clear the second time around. The first time, you're like, why are they just fucking sitting around while Godzilla is ripping shit It's up? frustrating because, you know, they they don't even stick to their own
2: rules in a lot of this movie. Like, okay, there's a um, perfect, perfect thing. When um, Kamata-kun comes out, that's the first form of Godzilla, yeah. and they're about to send everybody out. So uh, the helicopter's out to go get them, Right, Right. So right there in that meeting, they're like, well, I don't know if I should send people out because there's, there's still civilians. Right. And then the, the other dude's just like, listen, you, he's already destroyed a bunch of shit and more people are dying. So we got to, you know, we at this point, we we have to just go. So they get there and they're about to fire on Godzilla. And there's a guy, uh, two people like crossing the street. Yeah, they're like, they, abort, they, abort. <laughs> so they, they already just established that, okay, we've already decided that civilians – we got to go after them, that they don't matter anymore. But, and then they just they chicken out.
0: There was a lot of talk about evacuation and how to evacuate and when to evacuate. And and is this but even if you possible?
2: Decision, if, if I'm the president and I make the decision, listen, collateral damage is going to happen. We know about this. Let's go. And then all of a sudden you just stop. <laughs> You're like <laughs> fucking destroyed him. Him yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. No,
1: they aren't powerful
2: yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, true. I mean, it's true. It's frustrating to watch.
0: But I think they want to get you in that mindset of how frustrating it is to I like see the to government's that movie, decisions. Funny Games. Yeah. You it's, remember that movie, Funny yes, Games? Yes. That's, that's
2: what this movie was.
0: What? Really? That's
2: weird because that's about a home invasion. But Funny Games is a movie where every single time the, the people can get away, they don't get away. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. So it's frustrating to watch because you're like, okay, they decided they're going to do this and then they're not going to get away.
0: I feel like they were trying to achieve what the people felt in Japan after 2011. The frustration of like, just fucking do something. Stop talking about it. And yeah. it's just inherent yeah. in government. Yeah. And and I think that's the frustration you were feeling, which is it, it worked. Yeah, it was all that
3: stuff. It was all like, well, this is how this is how fucking stupid you people look when people were dying out there in the streets and in their homes.
2: So trying to make... I mean, the whole building came down and they're worried about two guys. You know, yeah. <laughs> Without, yeah, that's a
3: satire. You know, the thing with with Anno, I like his, you know, his catalog of work, but he's not like a super accomplished filmmaker either. You know, I mean, what has he's done? Like, what three movies, maybe? So
0: director Hideki really- Anno and he also wrote it by himself, and then co-directed uh, uh, Evangelion One, Two, Three. Yeah, and uh, cute-
2: series and in the new reboots, yeah
0: yeah he's the and then the other movie. movies i've never heard of neon genesis evangelion all that love and pop uh yeah so tv mini series and uh I to look at it like um
3: i hate to say compare him to, to Josh whedon but you know Josh whedon started out in tv with yeah. buffy which was super popular then he did firefly and then he made the jump to movies with avengers and then you know avengers is great but it does have its problems it's not as cinematic as it could have been whatever and then ultron whatever yeah I kind of compare him to uh, Anno, Hideaki Anno, because he kind of has like, you know, he started out in TV and anime and he made the leap to movies and it's not translating as well as maybe some other people would. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's kind of the way I take it as well. It doesn't mean he's a bad filmmaker, it just means that he's got a lot to learn and maybe he wasn't ready to take the keys to the Godzilla kingdom. I don't know.
0: Hmm.
2: Well, but, I feel he made a valiant you know? effort, but I do think that people are just a little bit too uh generous with their reviews. <laughs> well, I
0: do too. well look, let me ask you guys this as we kind of wrap this up. What rugs, what would you have rather want seen? What would you have done? What did you want to see? I would have I don't mind the zombie
2: scary Godzilla. Okay. I don't mind that at all. Uh I don't even when push comes to shove, I don't I don't even um I don't even like uh think you have to get rid of that the origin. I, I don't think that he has a proper motivation to come ash- come ashore, and that would be better if he had a little bit more of a motivation to come ashore. But I would l- tweak that a little bit. Um, I wouldn't make Godzilla have like little tiny arms. I wouldn't <laughs> have introduced him as Kamata-kun and come in and, and done all these evolution. I would get get rid of evolution altogether.
0: Really? I have they rid- ever have they done that before in any Godzilla movie? The evolving? No, no. no. Mm-hmm. I would get rid of the evolution altogether. I, I,
2: you could keep the lasers. If you want, but I, the fact that he has to be, he has to be killable in some way. He has to Ah. feel pain. Mm. He has to have a weakness and he can't have like the radar sense that if when he's sleeping, he just kills her. I mean, like give him something. And, and I would give him like decent arms and I would actually make him move and, and react. And, and, you know, when people are firing at him, you know, just like swing a tail at something, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like wipe out some tanks, yeah. you know, just stand there, you know, do you, are so, you,
0: are you okay with him being basically a nuclear reactor at, at yeah, that's at fine. Okay.
2: That's fine. I just think that making him so overpowered and, uh, and changing his, his, um, his motivation for coming ashore weakens him so much as a character and the fact he's not, he's not like a good character. He's just a foil.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, what would you, uh, what would you have done?
3: Uh, I agree with pretty much what everything Rugboy said. I would have gotten rid of, um, not gotten rid of, I would have changed the female character. I wouldn't have made like the whole running for president thing was fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: I wouldn't have made her like a brash American idiot. Um, I like, I like the scenes of foreign diplomats. I love the scene where they're talking to the people in Germany with the supercomputer. Remember that, that whole scene. And, Ooh, I think that, that was that, cut that, out of mine.
2: That's cut out. Yeah, no, I did. Not see oh, that. yeah.
3: Like, see, they cut out all like the shit that, I, you know, that's why I I couldn't watch that cut because it cut out stuff I like. Huh. Um, And they had the prime minister of France was the one that begged to hold off their nuclear attack. Like, I like that. Wow. Like,
0: it gets into that even more. See, a little yeah, bit. That's I unnecessary, really, though. I don't know
3: that I really like because that was this, that was in the spirit of Shiro Honda's films where he it was. was a, it was more of a global a, thing. Yeah, he was a World War II veteran who became a pacifist, and he wanted – his films were always sort of saying how he wanted people to come together. And that's Mm. kind of my mentality in life Hmm. where it's like everybody wants to fight with each other, but I want people to come together. You know, like let's not fucking kill each other over something stupid. Let's figure it out together. And I like that aspect of the film.
0: Yeah, he was definitely a uniting force. Like instead of like an alien, it was this thing that was created. Uh, And
3: and I would have gotten rid of some of the heavy-handed stuff like the, the United States is an enemy. I understand. Like, yeah, sometimes we do suck. Actually, most times we suck. And this is how, you know, maybe the rest of the world perceives us. And that's that's fine. That's how we come off. I mean, it's I, a little heavy-handed. Yeah. It should have been, like I was saying, like a, a fucking Danny Aiello character, like a sympathetic American <laughs> in there. The fucking, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's like you're talking about someone that's not in the room and they can't even defend themselves.
0: That's you what know? they do, though. Then not they do that in the original? And then uh, America cut that out and put Raymond Burr in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, Anthony. I, what would you have changed? Anything?
4: I mean, I think these guys hit it on the head. Okay. The only thing I would, the only thing I would add that they probably that they haven't said is design's got to go. I hated that design. I gotta start to
0: go. over again, back to the drawing board. Just and just make
4: him look like he's looked before.
2: I guarantee you that I I know a bunch of artists that could come up with a way better zombie-ish looking Godzilla that's scary but still holds true to the. Uh, the way that we like to see him. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. If you just gave him some arms, lessened his hips, and yeah. made him a little bit more expressive, I think he would have been fine.
0: I'm, I'm yeah. with you on that yeah. one. I think those uh, those three things would have improved the design. I, I also
4: totally. would say, actually, even though I appreciate 1954 Godzilla, I'm I'm more of a fan of him fighting people. And this movie's not that, so... I would have liked to seen him fight something.
0: Uh, another monster, right. This yeah. is, uh, it's always hard. I know, I know to... that's,
4: not the, like, that's yeah. not the original, but that's yeah. what most people have grown up on. And I, yeah. and I enjoy him Yeah, pretty
3: people. much. Yeah, I didn't like the original for a long time. Yeah, me too. I, when, until dark. I became like a... Like a yeah, when, until like my 20s. It's not even like, the okay, darkness. It's,
4: the, it's just you don't appreciate it as a child.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. Especially if you watch the Raymond Burr version, yeah, yeah, that was the thing. And when I saw the original Japanese in the theater in subtitles, I left that feeling really depressed. And I was like, "Wow, that was a really fucking powerful movie." And I was like, I was in my twenties at that point, where I could appreciate good quality films. So, no, the first film is a masterpiece. You can't. I mean, it's it's that and Seven Samurai came out in the same year in Japan. Wow, wow, and those are like the two like most famous fucking Japanese imports, masterpieces of the genre, right there. Everything after that, it's kind of like, well, it's either one or the other. It's either a, a Godzilla or a Seven Samurai kind of movie.
0: <laughs> Very interesting. Now, so, I'm, 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 I'm just happy I finally we can get our thoughts out because I, I, it's a, it's an interesting movie. And like I said, I would recommend the hour forty cut in terms of like a Japanese. If you're looking for a foreign film, not not a Godzilla film, I would recommend it if you want to see a foreign film. Uh, you want to see a commentary I, on Japan's government disaster preparedness?
2: You want to know something? It I would actually want to see the dubbed version because they could, they could fix the girl's shitty English in there. I don't like
0: when they dub it, though. Oh, yeah. I like the original. I like no, hearing I like it in Japanese. I like dub movies. I like, I like it's dubbed. Be dubbed well. I like to see
2: them both because sometimes I can watch the movie and kind of be immersed more when I see a dub. Wow. Ah. You know? And um, if I want to know exactly what the movie is about, I'll watch the sub. So it's it's one of the one of the two.
0: Well, you need good voice actors and good dubbing, you know, for it to work. I also thought I liked how they flipped the name this time where the US came up with the code name Godzilla and then they started saying Gojira because the US already had called it Godzilla. It was uh, their code name, which I thought was kind of interesting.
2: That's weird. They flip. But it's yeah. a
0: flip. Yeah, they flipped it from uh it's like a commentary on like how we start calling it Godzilla because we're stupid. So what would you rate it, Imran? All right. Well, let's go around. We'll wrap this up. Everyone grade it. Uh, letter grade. I would give this like a B minus, B, B minus uh, I, uh, I think on, on a second viewing, you do see the bigger picture. And maybe it's not a Godzilla film as, as much as it's a social political film that just happens to have Godzilla as the foil. But yeah, B minus. What do you guys think? I'm
4: gonna go with I give it a B. I'm, yeah, I'll I'll say I'm gonna go with actually C. Okay. And only because just because a movie has allegories to real fucking life doesn't mean it's actually all that entertaining.
0: Okay. And Balada, you said B. Yeah,
3: I'll give it a B. Not a plus or a minus. Just a B. Because there were things I really liked in it, and there were things I thought could have been better.
0: Rugs, what about you? Letter grade.
2: Anthony gave it a C? Yeah. I'm going to go with Anthony. I'm going to
0: go see two. All right. So one final question. This is what I really want to know. This being the first Japanese Godzilla movie in 12 years, you know, Godzilla fans are chomping at the bit. The buzz was huge. Was – excuse me. Shouldn't have had that bean for lunch.
5: <laughs> uh, excuse me. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind
0: of like that cool was roar. Godzilla. Run! It's Godzilla! That that part. No, this is what I want to know. Were you disappointed at coming out of this movie? Was it, was this the Godzilla movie you thought it was going to be?
4: It's, I, I would say I have a unique perspective because I was spoiled on the yeah, film basically yeah, doing yeah, this show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So I already knew what to expect and I came in with this weird expectation of it. So was I disappointed? No, because I, I knew what I was getting into. Okay.
0: Fair I enough. Yeah.
3: Can't really say that. Bloody, I wasn't disappointed. Not the, okay. not the second time. Okay.
0: I wasn't rugs. Were you disappointed? <laughs> I, was, I
2: was. I was extremely disappointed oh, because shit. Um, <laughs> because it was getting so much like head from everyone, and uh, everyone was blowing this movie up, and I was just like, I was like, all right, let's see what this fucking thing is. I, I just I could not I was beside myself. So could, you guys
3: don't yeah, think this let is let me ask
0: a, you if, this, though? Yeah,
3: I was gonna say if if you didn't hear all the hype, would you have liked it? No.
1: Yeah, I don't think
2: but I hate be, it. I, I I wouldn't have been as I wouldn't have been as adamantly against it. Yeah. So who is this
0: movie for? This is not a movie for Godzilla fans?
2: I think it's, it's, it's kind bold. of like
0: um it it's like it's like a strange
2: album from a band that you like. You know? It's, yeah, you that's a, a good an, point. You know?
0: Ah, it's like the one weird experimental album of yeah. some I see that like just went out way out in the fucking sticks Yeah, just cause.
3: Well, here's here's the thing, okay? You remember we had that show when you guys are asking me if Godzilla and Kaiju or whatever are still big in Japan? Yeah. The guys that like the hardcore Godzilla fans are like in their 50s and 60s in Japan. So, this movie was basically it wasn't made for us. This was made for the Japanese and it was made for the newer generation which I think the movie was trying to speak to yeah. with a lot of the characters. Yeah. So,
4: man, I became you know, 50 years old real quick.
0: <laughs> you <Yeah>. did. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I think the character of Yaguchi, Rando, like, that's almost like the film's avatar, you know? It's like the Japanese people saying, what the fuck are you doing? We have to get ready. We got to do something.
3: Yeah, the movie was made for them. It was made for the – you know a lot of females actually went to go see this movie in Japan, which is unheard of because it's just like a lot of older guys. But that
0: was another one of my – favorite characters was the girl scientist uh, who like knew all the shit and nobody like they scoffed at her they didn't think she was anything and she had a fucking Godzilla pin from the beginning like she knew what was up
3: right no it spoke it's you know it's I think it speaks to like you know the the current generation of you know of the youth in Japan yeah I don't live there I don't know I could be talking out of my ass but it definitely wasn't made for us no it's not
0: for an American audience at all
3: we had we had the whole millennium series for us, you know, and then it didn't go anywhere. You know, they didn't make the money they wanted it to. So they were like, well, fuck it. We're just going to make what we think people would like, you know, like for the masses. It was a very nationalist, you know, public movie for Japan.
1: Hmm.
3: And that's why it did so well. It's, sp- it spoke to like their nationalistic feelings and how they're, how they feel in the world, their position in the world and yeah. in, in the Pacific.
0: Yeah.
2: You know? I like, I, I liken it to, um, like, they made a movie that they could they could be proud of. Yes. Because yeah. it does take. Because think about it like, kaiju movies, the, J- the Japanese style, the Tokusatsu style, it was so dated. And kind of, you know, that the international world kind of scoffs at these things. And they went and made a legitimate, you know, effects movie with explosions and fucking yep. production value. Yep. And. High end directing, and so they're very proud of this movie. Even though it's not a great Godzilla movie by my standards or by a lot of people's standards, they're very proud of this movie. They're like, "Look at what we did! We did a we did a fucking Hollywood type big movie, and with uh, kind of a message for the Japanese people, so, you know." It, so in that in that sense, they succeeded, and they're very proud of that. And they're and they're not really concerned with uh, if. Um, it's going to be an um, international blockbuster to America. And stuff. No, They're not really no. trying to speak to that audience. Yeah. And it's kind of
0: refreshing it, they that care. they don't care about the global market. You know, this is a, for care. them, made yeah. by them. Yeah. They do
3: not care about, they don't care about the American fans. I'm sorry. They, but, they, they, are, they did not make that for
2: us.
1: No, Yeah.
2: But I also think that um, in the future, they can capitalize on the American fandom by keeping the production value
3: like yep. they did in this movie. Yep. Um,
2: yeah. You can't go back think, now.
3: I, but they won't. That's that's the weird thing about
2: Toho. They just
3: they don't care. They're they're like a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> they're worse than wow. they're worse than the WB. Like they just wow. No wow. But they, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably shooting myself that. in I probably can never approach her now about doing posters <laughs> for them now they're like, oh, we heard y'all. You know, we heard your podcast, the dicks, huh? <laughs> I think they never hear this podcast. They're not gonna listen. will never hear this they're
0: podcast because,
3: like I said, they don't. They don't care. Suri, please
0: care. hire Bellati. Suri. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they they don't
3: care. They, no. they just don't care. They don't even like I said, half the people some people that told even want to make
0: this movie. I but. mean, uh, movie it's going to be interesting to see if they do a sequel to this. What happens? Hey, the the people that are making Godzilla movies for America, Legendary, we have Godzilla 2 to look forward to. And they right. have, they have a director now. The director is the writer, Michael Dougherty, who's been working on this script uh after being he was hired to run the Godzilla Universe writing room. He's the guy who directed Krampus. Uh, him and his co-writer, Zach Shields, were writing the sequel, and then they offered him the directing gig. So, writer-director Michael Doherty on Godzilla 2, which is dated from March 22nd, 2019, is coming up. Get excited for the monster verse from legendary people. It's coming. Look, you guys, I I I can't thank you enough for for giving your 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 uh, expert thoughts on this, and we finally got to fucking get this down uh, for the listener. If you're a Godzilla fan, you enjoyed this. I just want to say real quick, we have other Godzilla shows you can check out. Uh, episode twenty eight was our big Godzilla nerd fest, where I think we first met John Belotti. His yep. his origin stories in there. And then John Bellotti got his own show, episode sixty-two, where it was the John Bellotti guest show. And then, of course, there is the infamous G Fest twenty sixteen episode oh one eighteen, banned for life. <laughs> and thanks for posting the picture of the thing that I broke. Look, I like this this design. <laughs> yeah, you know Bellotti on something else too. We've well, and then he shit. became yeah, a regular. Then he became a regular, and he would fill in here and there. But those those are the three big ones. And I'm just gonna end this by saying I. I like this movie so much that I would smash this thing if I saw it in person. If I saw a statue, I love it so much I would break it oh <laughs> that's just how i show my appreciation stay
2: tuned for the next g fest it's a very
0: pakistani thing it's cultural <laughs> you know guys G-fest are gonna get it.
2: might be might be
0: real wild <laughs> i don't think anyone's ever said that in their <laughs> lives no <laughs> with the actual g's look if you don't know the pakistani culture we burp to show a sign of appreciation and then we blow things up to show a sign of appreciation oh, shit. so that means i love it if i break it i love it uh <laughs> Thanks, thanks you guys. I like uh, Trump. You're saying that.
2: <laughs> like the break shit, Christ! No.
0: I gotta yeah. break shit. Look, we're gonna wrap it up. Rugs, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me not watching Shin Godzilla
2: ever again. <laughs> you're gonna buy it anyways, you pass. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it, but uh I'm gonna buy the figures too. But uh, no, you can find me of the, Oh, I
3: fucking hate those people. Oh, go ahead. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs>
0: I um, uh, can find me on <laughs> I Twitter you for
2: a loop. I do you for a fucking loop. I'm man.
3: really a rug
0: boy. <laughs> Pilates, uh plug your shit, man.
3: Robo7.com R o b o seven dot com. Go look at it and hopefully you like it. If I suck, tell me you think I suck. Just talk to me. Something. Anything. Please. <laughs> buy a shirt. I got a coming
0: up. I need money. Oh boy, buy a Godzilla shirt. Uh, and if you're a Godzilla fan, if you're not, we hope you enjoyed this review. As always, you can find us everywhere you can find podcasts. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, YouTube, tune in. If you have Alexa, tell it to play the Jocka Nerd podcast. She will play it for you. So subscribe, leave us a rating, tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Thank you for every second you hang out with us. Uh, this has been the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll catch you next time. Calling Monster Island.
1: Calling Monster Island. Come in, meet
0: This new Godzilla is unfriendly and is going to destroy your country. There's nothing you can do about it. It was a Godzilla-sized fart you had there, Ruggs.
1: That was me. I'm sorry. Oh, that was
0: Pilate.